Pot of gold. I could really use a change of scenery. Yeah. Everybody's smoking all the greenery. Yeah. Close the match cause they were handed down to me. But I'm still fly. I'm still fly. I know. I'm still fly. I'm still fly. Let's go. It could all be worse. I could be a hater like you. It could all be worse. Poison's gonna chew you From the inside out So right now Say it with your chest now Say it with your chest now I'm young, I'm free Can't nobody take me Here and now It's my time to run it out It's my time, it's my time It's my time to run I have a personal goal to have a podcast. Really? Oh my god! Oh, for years so now, and I'm just like, see, when you don't go for your goals, you, you just watch other people do them. It's awesome though. It's like oh yeah, and I've never started it because oh my god, like I just that's so intimidating and so scary, but also like so fun and amazing. I feel like every day with my clients, I have such great content I could be courting. You totally could. I know. I'm like, can I hide a microphone in here and just... Just put up a sign since right. you're being recorded. Totally. Yeah. Um, but we, we'll just start without Jeff. He'll be fine if he shows up late. It's mm. cool. Um, so yeah, usually I do all of it myself, but I'm, I'm trying it with having him do it today just because I'm, I'm curious. Just yeah. I'm still in the experimentation And you're stage. leveling up. You get, yeah. To scale your business, you need to get more people in here. Exactly. And this painting looks so cool. Thank you. I love it. I was excited to see it in person. Yeah, it was really fun to do. Intricate. That's nice. It doesn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense with the river theme, being mountains and everything, but a river starts somewhere. I didn't even think about it. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Neither did I. Yeah. <laughs> am, I, am I on proper distance? Do yeah. I, I need can... to like be hugging it or something? Or Sound guy? You get, uh, no, you're, yeah, you're loud enough. You're okay right now. Okay. Yeah, usually I'm I overthink it and it's okay. it's not nearly as like it's going to work out. These are surprisingly good mics for being like 20 bucks. Nice. Welcome everybody to another exciting episode of Ramble by the River. I'm your host Jeff Nesbitt and joining me today in the studio is Ricky Leona Irie. Thank you for having me. <laughs> and we're also trying a new thing today. We have Mr. Jeffrey Hilton over working the sound. Howdy. Hey Jeff. Thanks for being here. You're welcome. All right. So it is a hot one out there. Mm-hmm. Yes. <clears throat> As a local around here, do you get a lot of time at the beach? Yes. We were at the uh, at the beach last night and all weekend. At like 8.15 last night, Kevin told me to put on my shoes, and he just drove me to the beach. It was actually really sweet. I didn't know where we were going. We just showed up. Yeah, that's one of the great parts about living yeah, here. totally. So I saw that you recently went to Hawaii. Yes, that's where I'm from. That's where you're from. Mm-hmm. Could you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, My folks are still there. So I was born and raised on Oahu. Um, It's me and I have an older brother. And um, I lived there until I was 
I was in the sixth grade. My parents moved us, me and my brother and my mom, to southwest Missouri. Oh, wow. Because my mom is from Missouri. And uh, Hawaii schools are just shit. Like, we had a really hard time growing up there. And when I'm on the mainland, like, people assume I look like I'm from Hawaii. But in Hawaii, I'm super white. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's like, it's kind of... It is kind of true what you you see in the movies and stuff that uh-huh. how kind of how it can be sometimes even though I love it so much so we just had a harder time growing up there for like sure like the locals only thing yeah a little bit I mean my dad is from there he clearly looks like he's from there but in school we just had a, a hard go of it and I mean I'm a childhood obesity survivor like I was a fat kid you Me know too. I, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like. I, that was just an easy thing to get made fun of a lot. Let's get and, into that a little bit later. Oh shit, yeah. Because I think just because it was at a fundamental time. What totally. what age like age range were you were you uh my chubbiest? With weight? Yeah. Um, up until my freshman year of high school, I would say. Me too. And I love me some Hawaii. I would go back in a second, <laughs> but it's just now that I'm older too, I can really kind of understand kind of the sacrifices they made and why they brought us out of there and everything. But Uh. anyway, yeah. And also like I was taller than everyone and there's, I'm just in a sea of beautiful other local girls Mm -hmm. that are Asian and and Polynesian and just don't look like me. And so I just like constantly like that comparison thing. Yeah. Yeah. There's still, there is like one girl that I have told Kevin, my boyfriend, about I just can't. I can't shake it. I've healed like from Like somebody stuff, who was, was bitchy to you back in the day. Always so mean. Always so um, mean. There's always one of those, oh, at least. God. And twice she told people I farted and I didn't. Oh, you probably did. Well, <laughs> I feel like I would have owned up to it. Now I yeah. would. But back then, no. Yeah, we all so, do it. Yeah. But anyway, so like, stuff like that. But that bitch would tell people? Who does <laughs> such a thing? Totally. <laughs> So, I mean, I feel like now it's like, it seems so like silly and trivial, but man, I just cried every day, really? every day at school. And I had no friends. I mean, I still don't have friends. No, I love my friends, but. <laughs> yeah, it seems like you have a lot of friends on social media. Oh, well, what Your does social that even media's... mean, right? Yeah, exactly. What does it mean? But <laughs> yeah. yours is pretty active and you Thank seem you. very genuine in your stories. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That's important to me. I feel like I believe that has been just uh not even a secret to it that's just that's just what you do you know it's just people love authentic too and more and more all the time a hundred percent bullshit yeah Um, and i just feel like you're gonna be fucking judged no matter what yeah so just go for it and i just care less every day what other people think so Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah, it, it makes life a lot better. Because yes. then you can kind of just pursue what you're actually into. Right, You don't right. have to constantly I mean, in check. a kind and, like, mindful way. I'm just yeah. saying, like, I'm just taking care of, of me, and that is a reflection of you, what yeah. I hear you say about what I'm doing. So <laughs> Yeah, matter. you got to take care of you. That's, yeah. that's your vehicle for everything. You 100%. can't really go out and help everyone else if you're not looking, you know, tending to the house. Yes. Yes. Um, but speaking of helping other people, are, I heard you're kind of, I saw on your Instagram you're involved with the Humane Society or was it an oh, animal? Oh, the animal shelter. Animal shelter, yes. yeah. Yes. I host News Meow and my um, amazing videographer is also translates for the cats, my boyfriend, mm. Kevin. So, yeah, so we both, uh, we volunteer every Sunday at the Clatsop animal shelter and i love it how'd you get involved with that um honestly because i have a cat who Mm -hmm. i love so much and um so silly i feel like 
I am a childless, divorced woman with a cat, and I'm going to uh-huh. own it. Like, it's awesome. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I just, like, literally, I just have so much love for her, and I just wanted to continue to, like, that ripple. And she was at the shelter for almost a year before she was adopted, and I read, like, a really sad sweet story about her on Facebook from one of the volunteers point of view and I was like I have to go get that cat right now oh Oh, so you you found the cat there oh yeah I just like saw her on Facebook and I didn't even they opened her cage out and I kind of pet her but I just was like I'll take her Mm -hmm. because after I read she was there for that long I mean no one deserves to be there that long but I will say like firsthand experience they take such good care of the animals there yeah it's amazing um it's primarily like run by volunteers, so. I don't think I've been to that one. Though I've <clears throat> been to the one in Long Beach yeah. a lot of times. Yeah. One time, actually, I was there with my mom, and I was probably 16, and we had this one cat named Scrud. <laughs> and Scrud was cool when she was young, but she developed allergies, I'd say, midway through her life, mm-hmm. and became kind of like, eh, you know, a crotchety old grouchy cat. Sure. You know, scratching little kids. <laughs> She'd come up and rub on you, but she's like a little crusty, so you don't really want her yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The kind of cat that just doesn't care about your feelings, come up, put a butt in your face, but (laughs) basically became like kind of a nuisance pet. And we didn't really, I I hate to say it because I love, I love animals too, but we were happy when she didn't come home one day. Yeah. And um, so, you know, we let a reasonable amount of time pass out of respect for Scrud. (laughs) And the cat you cared so much about. Yeah, you know, you got to keep up appearances. And then we're, we, we went... Don't want to be judged by people. Exactly, exactly. And so we went to replace Scrud, and we were at the Humane Society, and there's this wall of cages that are all, you know, cat-sized. Yeah. And there's a bunch of cats in them. So we're, like, looking up and down this wall of choices, and I there's this cat that's sticking an arm out, and uh-huh. he's got... He's black and he's got, he's like a tuxedo cat, but he's like yeah. put on some extra weight. He's sure. like a middle-aged cat. Uh, so he's got a belly, but he's sitting like a human. Like he's yeah. got his legs out, belly facing us, and he's just got his arm out through the cage like, hey man, give me a high five. <laughs> and he just looked like an awesome cat. So mm-hmm. we, we pulled him out and we are petting him and like we decided his name was Ramon. And we it. like fell in love with this cat over the course of these like 10 minutes. Yeah. And right as we're like, yep, that's the one, box him up. The... Uh, we noticed the cage right above him, Scrud. <gasps> Scrud is sitting in the cage. <laughs> and so, yeah. And she's just sitting there looking at us. Actually, yeah, she meowed. She's the one judging. She meowed. <laughs> and uh, she, just as we're walking out, like, she could have meowed that entire time. And she chose to wait because she, she wanted it to sting. And so, so, you di- so you left her there. Well, we were stuck in the, you know, a position between Ramon, who obviously – is an awesome I'd been cat. in love with for 10 minutes. And Scrud, who, I mean, let's face it, she's past her prime. And yeah, oh, I'm sure Scrud found a good by home. a younger model. <laughs> I'm sure she's a good home. Wow, that's funny. Yeah, it was, I love it was how you said times. box him up. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad yeah. you got that joke. Oh my God, that's so great. Yeah. How funny. I actually have had a lot of cats, so I know that mm-hmm. you don't really do that. Well, they kind of do. There's holes I in mean, the box. It's fine. It's yeah. not easy to get a cat in a I, box. No, it's not easy to do those damn 
news meows. We have oh, yeah. so many just there. You can't even call them bloopers because it's just me being like, oh, my God, this cat. Like because you can't get a cat to do anything. But when yeah. we do, it's it's so great. But and I don't know how much is actually like I mean, we don't know how much it actually helped. But I just feel like any positive ripple towards the shelter is a good thing. So, so. what's on? What, can you tell me about these news news meows? So Which we I, like. That's just, I actually just had this random I had this idea in like a meditation one day <laughs> to like, what can I do? Like just kind of asking for guidance of what I can do to help further things at the shelter. Like we're there every Sunday, we take pictures, but I want to do something else. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to like interview them. And that would be so funny. And we went to the Dollar Tree and I got that it's a green and blue fluorescent microphone that I literally got for a dollar, and I just drew like the news Like those little echoey ones? Yes. Like I mean, it's one. ridiculous. I was just using one of those yeah. yesterday. They're fun. I love it. And <laughs> if you get close, it does echo. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, and I even just, I just, like, randomly made the logo out of a Sharpie, and, and I keep saying, like, oh, we should make it, like, look nicer, but... Kevin loves the idea of it still looking very, like, raw. And so we're yeah. going to just keep it how it is. But anyway, yeah, I was just like, oh, my God, it'd be so funny. And you'll just – you'll be the voice of the cat. We'll go back and forth. And I think the best – we have the best ones. Most the ones I think that are the best, excuse me, are when I have no idea what he's going to say. Uh-huh. And he doesn't know what question I'm going to ask. And, Improv. I mean, I have no poker face. Like, I'm totally laughing because it's just ridiculous. I usually know what the voice is going to sound like because he'll be practicing his hello, like, somewhere in the shelter. Uh-huh. So, anyway, it's just, like, a, it's just a fun thing. The hello, I imagine, is probably important. Like, the sure. the, the opener for the yes. cat. That's got to yes. be funny. Yeah. And especially because he does try to – he'll change his voice a little bit if we have, like, a tiny, petite little female cat. And uh-huh. it's just, like, so funny. And But we've had a couple – tiffs he's like i can't do this voice much longer so we have to like get this right now uh-huh. so um it was nice in that so now when we're in there together we don't have to like have our mask on but in the past we had to wear a mask the whole time but the nice part about that is that we could totally edit it because you couldn't see my face moving oh so yeah. the other day i was like man we should go back to mask just so that we could literally say whatever the fuck we wanted and as long as i have this mic and this cat's face people are still gonna think it's cute yeah so that's actually a really yeah. great tool totally yeah. yeah that makes things a lot easier i would say like I people talk to me more about news meow than anything I actively do in my life. Really? Like, yes, random people or people. We saw a lady at Costco recently and she was like, How do I know you? And it's just so funny. And I'm wearing a class of animal shelter shirt mm-hmm. and I just love it. But that's one is... of those quirky things that will go viral. That, like, totally. Yeah, cats doing interviews. That's probably well, really fun. And you know, it's, it was right about the time we heard about this shelter that was. Um, I don't know, somewhere else. And they were doing this thing when Pokemon Go was really popular. Uh And they were like, come down to the shelter and rent our dog for an hour. That way you can walk the dog and do Pokemon Go and no one's going to judge you because they won't realize you're doing Pokemon Go. And so I'm like, what a brilliant idea. And apparently they ended up having like no animals left. So Hmm. it's like at one point during shutdown, there was like one dog, one cat over there. Wow, people just yeah. wanted pets when they're locked at home? Yeah. Wow. And now I think, like, I don't know what the... I think that the fear was that a lot would come back after people go back to work, but... Yeah. We do have a lot of cats right now. Yeah. They Sad. just keep on breeding, huh? <laughs> yeah. I actually right did an interview yesterday with the Coast Weekend uh, oh, yeah. about the show, and then I panicked, and I was just like, oh, shit, oh, what am I? what have I done? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I panic all the time. It's no big deal. <laughs> It's um, part of life. Yeah. It makes you feel alive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's so cool that you got something in the Coast Weekend. Yeah. I love it. I'm excited. I think it's yeah. going to be helpful. Totally. Yeah. 
Yeah. The, the local listening uh, public has been way more supportive than I expected of the of the podcast. So why did you not expect that? I'm just curious. I don't know. I mm-hmm. actually kind of had planned on hiding it from them. I just mm. didn't want it to. Uh, I just wanted it to be successful other places. Just mm. I just have been worried it would complicate my life somehow. Sure. Um, but it's improved it a lot. Totally. Like, connecting people is a really great thing you can't ever go wrong by doing something that feels so right like that and being yourself and doing something creative that's what i think too and it's it's really hard to put that into practice sure but but i'm trying you're doing thank you yeah so i heard you are interested in possibly starting a podcast someday oh (laughs) you can take this out right if i don't like it later i can take anything you want okay cool i mean i don't want anything Take off everything. Just Beginning kidding. to end. Anything um, <laughs> if later you're like, oh, shit, what the fuck no, did I say? I or just so. text me and I'll take it no, off. No, I'm good. Um, yeah, I just thought. Jeff, would you mind turning the teapot off? It's got like a invisible button. You tap the bottom. Thank you. I don't even mind that you're knocking your knuckles on the thing a little bit. I'll let that slide. <laughs> I can't move. Um, you can, you can even sit down if you want. You don't have to, you're not, you're not like a... Sit down if I want to sit down. Okay, just so you know, you have the option. Um, also, any breaks, you know, just make sure you check in. 15 minutes. I this was going to be fun. It could be, uh-huh. if you have a better attitude. Over there just breathing heavy. The PMA. <laughs> um, so as you can see, Jeff is... Very large, and he works. Have you? Do you ever work out at the any of the gyms over there across the river, like no. the fourteen forty or anything? I haven't either, but he says they're great. Yeah. Oh, I used to. I have a trainer. I just go to her gym, but. Um, <laughs> oh, here's something you're into, Jeff. She does eyebrows, so maybe we could hear a little bit about that. He's into brows. Oh yeah, talks oh, about cool. it constantly. I can never nice. get him to shut up about yeah, it. Yeah, it's a little. Uh, I'd go so far as to say fetish. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's funny and so not weird, I guess. But yeah. Yeah. Um, should I talk about brows now? Yeah, sure. So, well, you were doing uh, like a whole salon thing, right? A spa. A spa. Yes. And then now you've kind of niched down yes. to. Yes. So I opened, um, I moved to Astoria in 2010. So it's 11 years this month, actually. Um, I was married at the time. And. I wasn't, I'm an esthetician by trade, so just like skincare and stuff. And it was right after Columbia River Day Spa had just closed, like okay. right after I moved to town. And there, so there wasn't really anything besides Cannery Pier, um, the hotel and spa. And I was like, let's fucking open a spa. I mean, I've done a lot of the things I've done without really thinking. Before. If you think too much about it, you'll talk yourself <laughs> no, out of it. I was like, let's go with this momentum because I'm like, I need somewhere to work. I can do this. And uh, we, so my ex-husband is military, or Coast Guard, so military, Coast Guard. So we were able to, like, use the VA loan. We were able to save a bunch of money. So I I was like, I'm going to, may I do this, like, venture? And he was super in on it. He's always, like, super supportive. Um, and our realtor that we bought our house through out here, like, had a re- a commercial space downtown. He owned the Pier 11 building, that okay. big red building. Yeah. Um, so I essentially opened Malama there like it was i moved in june and we were open in october like it was not a lot of time in between there he was actually gone during the time he was on the fur when it was still around and what's the fur the the buoy tender the fur that was at a tongue point so they were helping out with 
the oil spill, Operation Deep Horizon. Oh, like, yeah. So he was gone. Oh, they were down for in the like goal. months. Yeah. Wow. And I had power of attorney on everything. And I was like, he came home. We have a house and we have a business. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. No, he knew about all it. But uh-huh. it was like scary. I mean, mm-hmm. kind of like I definitely had that like help from him and my family and my I, two of my closest girlfriends at the time were doing it with me. So it was a beautiful thing. Um, but yeah, so I did that in 2010. I have no business knowledge. Like. I don't know what I'm doing most of the time. I mm-hmm. feel like I've made it because I'm good at what I do and I make people feel good about it. And So your product is, is yeah. good so you can you just got to figure out how to sell it. Yeah, for sure. And I've just always, in the very beginning, it's like you have one client a day, that one client's your world. Like, mm-hmm. And that woman knows 10 other women and then they're going to come in. And it's just like, so word of mouth in a small town is like a big thing, man. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, no wonder. I, I'm not at all surprised to hear of the ripple of this because... Uh, around here, I know no one. Yeah. Like half the people when I started didn't even know what a podcast was still, which is probably sounds really funny to people in like metropolis areas or right. college towns or something where it's just it's been like 10 years. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Like a lot of people in my family was like, uh, that was the first podcast I've ever heard. And That's I liked so it. funny. Yeah. I love podcasts. Interesting. Yeah. They're the best. Totally. And I think, they're too, because you said you spent a lot of time by yourself. Like, yeah. So I feel like that that's when I really dove into podcasts mm-hmm. because I just when I was going through my divorce like a few years ago I just was constantly soaking up like I need more positive information all the time that's not music and this yeah. tune it out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's really nice cuz and it's it's different than than like a documentary or something because well at least a lot of the ones I listen to they're not they're not full nonfiction it's just yeah. like this it's just people talking about stuff and yeah totally they either know about something or they don't but yeah. you, you never it's never like I'm gonna write a report based on this podcast right it's always like oh this maybe gave me a few things I'm curious about now yeah. that I'll go look up yeah for sure so it's it's more like having a conversation so yeah. it's it kind of kills that loneliness a little bit of like if you're driving forever by yourself or something like that totally and not even that it's i don't even mind being alone all that yeah, much same. It's, it's it's perfectly fine but it, it makes you feel more engaged with the world yeah just is a yeah part of it for sure yeah uh what's what are some of your favorites um i mean i'm a basic bitch i love office ladies podcasts oh that's oh my god i love it popular, so much yeah. it's i've so never good. actually heard it i mean if you love the office you're gonna love it i do but okay so but i like to save my fun podcast for the evening so i won't listen to things like that in the morning i just can't i need to like give myself some good direction mm-hmm. um so every day i <laughs> now i'm all like vulnerable <laughs> um your daily routine my daily routine they're gonna know <laughs> But I do, There, there's a few, I, so one I always tune into is, so I'm really um, aligned with the teachings of Abraham Hicks. I don't know. So it, it's him. essentially just, so it is a they. Okay. Sorry. I will see. So I didn't know. To, I didn't no, know. Later you should just Google it and then you'll be like, oh, okay. But it is kind of strange. So um, <laughs> Abraham Hicks is a collective consciousness mm-hmm. that is channeled through a human woman okay. that we know. I, I, we don't know. I've heard but, of this. Who, okay. Who's the Her woman? Esther, Esther Hicks. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I mean, until I, like, if I take myself out of, like, the how she's getting the information, then mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I can really soak it up. So if I really think about it, then I'm like, I can't do it. Um, it's a little bit too much for me. Yeah, well, also, it's, if you try to talk about it with normal people, uh-huh. they're going to think you're a weirdo. Yes. Luckily, I'm not a I normal love person. It. I felt and I safe about that. I would love to talk that. about this stuff. Good. So... That is the basically the foundation of that movie, The Secret. Did you ever okay. watch The Secret yeah, yeah. or follow those teachers? So it's basically all law of attraction based. Which... It's it's similar to like um, Norman. Oh, what is the guy's name? 
power of positive thinking. Vince, uh, yeah. Vincent Peel. Norman Vincent Peel. Jeff? Mm, Norman Vincent Peel? Yep. Yeah. Cool. Uh, similar, similar philosophy. Totally. Just it's like, all just, it's everything's law of attraction. Yeah. So, so basically, I listen to this podcast every day that is like a 10-minute little blip of one of their like conferences or whatever where people can literally go you pay a ticket and you like see her channel abraham and you can ask sit in the hot seat and ask questions and it's fucking weird but it's so awesome i bet that's fun (laughs) it's so good because she's just she's a regular person as she's talking but it's like i've never heard them say anything that i was just like what the fuck Uh uh-huh it's because it's all just like oh my god that's so true because it's just like you want to you want to do better in your life, you need to focus on feeling better. You know, mm-hmm. like focus on, feel the feeling you want to have before you feel it. You want to be happy? Like find ways to be happy. Like yeah. don't expect someone or something to come in and feel that. So it's just, I think it's just constantly a reminder of just like, I'm in control of my own reality. I'm also aware that my basic needs are met and I can focus on this sort of thing. You That's know? huge. And feel, that is That's huge. huge. I, I'm, I'm not going to not that say sometimes. that. Yeah. When I talk about how, like how simple it all is, if you just right. focus your attention on the things that you want and not the things that you dislike about your life. Exactly. But then I'm like, oh, well, there are people who right. have to work hard every day just to be just to survive yeah a hundred percent i hear you and even on that level there is still always a way to think of it like you can always i just feel like you can always reframe it to give yourself hope to like that's how you get out of that exactly that's faith is just knowing that like you are always supported you're always guided and anyway i just like really resonate with that a lot and so so every day i listen to that and even like i mean kevin and i are very different in our thinkings of stuff but like um I know, I know that he likes it. Like he'll uh-huh. hear it and he'll say something. And anyway, I just think, cause even he back in the day would be like the first person to tell you he believes in nothing at all. And now I feel like, I'm like, I don't think maybe it's not nothing. Maybe it's a something, but I don't know what that something is. Oh, that's, like, a that's, okay. that's a start. That's yeah. a start. It's it's just all such a mystery. Who totally. knows? Totally. And that's I the beautiful having, thing. Yeah. I love having people in my life who are completely like who think that they have it all figured out about that there's nothing else. It's just what oh we can see gosh, and measure. Yeah. Because there's so many things that are just like, well, what about this? Yeah. And, and then they're, just to put that little seed of doubt yeah. that maybe it's not also cut and dry and easy yeah. is it, fun. I like totally. doing that. I feel like I just kind of enjoy second guessing things anymore. Me too. <laughs> you know, I don't know. That's like, really all I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I like thinking about stuff. Everything's a lie. Don't mm-hmm. believe anybody. No. Yeah. There, that's a rabbit hole you can go down. Oh, God. Jeez. The it's it's easy to fall into that stuff if if you're like feeling victimized by society or totally. things like that. Conspiracies are really something it's, it's just easy to grab onto them. Totally. But yeah, the internet's made it dangerous. Like yeah. there's so many different things to believe and you can find evidence to back it all up. Yeah, exactly. Um but let's go back to that um mm. the channeling thing. You're good at circling back. I I'm trying. Yeah. That's, that's a that's, skill. It's yeah, it's hard. I I get distracted and uh, we don't finish probably over half of what we start talking about. <laughs> that's but okay. That's all right. That's real life. The the channeling thing. So oh Abraham. Yeah, if you think so, correct me if I'm wrong, but mm-hmm. it's like does she do a voice when she's no. doing it? Is it or is it just her normal it's her. voice? Okay. There's a there's a slight something different. A tonal shift or yes. something like you and can I would tell. say when she's Esther, she is. I think she seem she seems to be very confident, but she's not as like magnanimous i don't know Uh how to say it and like you know they're never stuttering on a word like everything's so perfect and it is just like my mind is blown yeah but it's just so good like it literally does it lifts me up Mm -hmm. i love it do you think there is some kind of like collective unconscious so like 
Carl Jung talked about the collective unconscious, and mm -hmm. it's like this, basically, it's like the, the internet of our internal emotional and kind of noetic world of like all mm -hmm. humans, like when you just know something instinctively, mm -hmm. like contemporary science tells us that that's because you're genetically, your ancestors had experiences that wired your, your brain to just mm -hmm. automatically know things like how to feed yourself when you're a newborn, you know how to find the nipple right. or things like, you know, knowing that you need to drink water. Like right. these things are, are just instinct. Mm -hmm. There is some like extra stuff where it's just like connections that people have that are across space and time where you think like uh, one that happens that's really easy to use as an example because it happens to everybody all the time. is like you just think about somebody for no reason yeah. and then you see them drive by or they yep. call you all of a sudden. Yeah. Things like that. It's law of attraction. Yeah. Do you think that you believe in that there's With some other kind of With every cell in my motherfucking body. You know 100%. it's true. You feel it. I have no doubt. And can you can you sometimes and, and as a meditator, I know that you probably have because that's the only times I've ever felt extremely connected mm -hmm. to that whole thing is when I'm deep in meditation mm -hmm. or just falling asleep or mm -hmm. in these states where you're in you're, those different what are those theta waves or I, something. I'm I not think sure, it's a but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure more the, receptive the, to picking the, it up. Yeah, mm -hmm. measurable. The veil is lifted. And, yeah, yeah. Or it's I just kind it of so much. turned into more of a fluid. Right. Uh, like you're 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 yourself, but you're not yourself. Yeah. Like just in those little transitional zones. Yeah. Where your you, creativity is supposed to be better in those times totally. too. Totally. But the, I feel like in those moments that feels like me literally more connected to my like higher power mm -hmm. my source like because i feel that the better part of me is still this non-physical part of me yeah and i'm just like walking around in this meat suit during this time on this planet yeah that's exactly how i feel yeah i didn't used to feel that way me neither but <laughs> now i just feel like how could i i don't know how to not but i also feel that you're falling off the deep end yeah and or, did but you I'm grow just... up religious um, or have you been, have seat. you ever been, oh. okay. I mean, I, like when I was home in Hawaii, I went to church every Sunday with my grandma. Like mm -hmm. I, there's so much I love. I'm not going to ever like say down about it. Like, because I feel that I know what God is to me. Mm -hmm. And so who am I to say what that means to you? And maybe that feels really good. Like, I just care more about how you show up after you do those, like, who are you in yeah. this world? You know, yeah. you can say what you want, but how do you actually show up? You can't, you can't just turn it off. Or right. Put it on hold till next week. Exactly. Yeah. And I would say like, and my mom will still say like, you know, she'll pray on something or, and I pray, but I pray differently now. And sometimes that prayer is just like an intentional thought or an intentional, like letting go and letting go and letting God, whatever God is, universe, yeah. source, higher power. Like I totally believe that. But I just like, it is such a funny thing because I would never tell someone like, you know, I think that's bullshit, right? Like really, this is what's true. And just like do what feels good. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And because you, I don't know what's true. Right. All I know is what's what's not knowable. Right. And there's a lot of it. Totally. So it's, it's not worth it to try to force my, basically my opinion. Yeah. Uh, on, or my interpretation of what we can observe. Yeah. On other people. Totally. It's, it's a waste of time. Yep. And plus, that's not how you—that's not how you win people over. No, you gotta—you gotta show them why what you're saying is true. Well, exactly. Yeah, that's why I feel like I'm just gonna—if pe people really ask me stuff, I feel like like I'm—I try to really embrace vulnerability, but I don't talk about that sort of thing, I'll, especially because like, it is weird, and yeah. I feel like oh my god, people are gonna think I'm so weird. They I will. am weird. They will. I don't give a fuck. I don't because either. I'm like I'm so confident in who I am because I didn't make me. Yeah. Like I'm just here. Mm -hmm. So fuck it. Yeah, but. <laughs> yeah, we had no choice in the matter. Exactly. We just we were just 
plopped here. Yeah. We're just doing what we can with what we what we got. Yeah. But yeah, no, I feel that all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, this this stuff is is actually I'm more used to talking about this kind of woo woo stuff mm-hmm. than than other parts of it. Like talking about the like darker parts of my history, and mm. that's the stuff that's really I worry about because I don't want people to judge me. But the woo woo stuff, it it really reminds me of like church. <laughs> like mm-hmm. even though now a lot of the stuff that I think about and talk about uh, is not exactly like what I grew up with. I grew up in in the church and being exposed to like very passionate people, mm-hmm. like who are. St- I think they call it slain in the spirit, where this guy walks around in a nice suit in the church and kind of jib- jives around and pushes people over. Right. Uh, and sometimes it felt really genuine, and I was moved by it, and mm-hmm. even as a kid. And other times it felt totally bullshitty. Yeah. And I'm like, he's just pushing people over. It's yeah. like he's a he's a shyster. Yeah. And there. I don't want to have to play that game mm-hmm. of like figuring out who is and who is not mm-hmm. trying to manipulate me and, and, you know, use my attention and get me to buy into some program or, you know, I'm just very skeptical of group uh, dynamics that mm-hmm. might that might lead you to kind of disregard your own individuality for the, the sake of the group. Sure. Um, but at the same time, we are all one. Like yeah. we're all one thing. And yeah. it's just like. People are, they corrupt, they corrupt good things. So it's yeah. like, yeah. But um, yeah, I, don't, I forgot where I was going with that again. I don't know, but, but I was so, <laughs> thought, I thought there was a point. Maybe it'll come back. It'll come back. <laughs> it's but, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, we're talking about like what to be scared to talk about on here. Oh. Um, people judging you. That's right. Yeah. That's right. But then I'm also like, I don't care. So, yeah. but it is just, it's just like, it feels like a very safe thing. I have like my own spirituality and I mm-hmm. think that, cause, and it should, it, it is. So, um. But yeah, it's very personal. Yeah, for sure. And you can make it your own too. It's not yeah, which is something that I think a lot of people struggle with. Myself totally. included. Yeah, like, there's no box. No. Like, and that's people ask me like, well, how do you meditate? I'm just like, close your eyes, take some breaths. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you what? How do you think you meditate? There's no, there's no guide. I if you like think it's got to be a certain way, you, you can think you're doing it wrong all totally. the time. Totally. How do you meditate though? What's your normal practice? I um okay, so the best the best day I would have would be to wake up and have like 45 minutes before I have to do anything, and I can go to the upstairs area of my house. Is um so my house is I actually rent my parents' home that they bought out here that they're flipping. Mm. And then life happened, COVID happened, so they haven't been out here in a while. And now prices are crazy and they're not going to be buying shit to redo the house. Anyway, so I have this unfinished upstairs of the house that is like my personal development layer. So I love it. Anyway, so ideal morning is I'd go up there, have like 45 minutes to do like a 20-minute meditation and then do some journaling. That helps me so much. I feel like if I start my day at just that easier lower frequency of not being so you know by the world and also i that i've had to i still have my phone in the bedroom like it's still my alarm but i just cannot look look at anything until i'm just done with those things yeah you just like i do think of it i mean it's been told so many times but you know you you wake up and you look at your phone and then you immediately have just like hundreds of thousands of different people's opinions and all these things. And it's just like, I didn't even get a your, chance. Yeah. yeah. Before you even think about who you totally. are. Totally. When really I'm like, maybe I just had like a beautiful dream that I want to just like kind of like come down from and decompress or go deeper. And I, I love it. But I, so I've always, 
I've always been very interested in personal development and mindset stuff. I mean, I just like it came very naturally for me. And I always had a coach that just helped me along. <clears throat> like a life so, coach? Yeah, essentially. How did, so how did that come about? Um, actually, so my first coach was a woman who I still just, I love, I'm actually talking to her tomorrow morning as just like a friendship call. But anyway, um, <laughs> she, I met her, she was another Coast Guard spouse stationed out here. And I just, from the moment I met her, I was like, oh my gosh, you ever just meet people. And there's just like this sort of energy that I am like, I am a calmer, better, nicer person with a more positive attitude about life because I'm in your presence. That's what I want to do for other people, right? That's yeah, where I want to be. That's a good way to feel. Oh my gosh, totally. Where you just click. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and she became a client at Malama. Um, and then me and a girlfriend of mine went on one of the retreats. She had like a retreat out at Smith Rocks. Smith Rock? Rocks. I don't know. I never know, so I say both every time. Uh-huh. <laughs> so people don't. Just in case. That. Just in case. I'm pissing someone off. Well, I'll put so, both of them in the keywords. Great. Just in case. <laughs> so it was a. Just a, it's actually like the only time in my life I've been camping, which is really, I know. Oh my God. I bet people say this all the time. Oh my God. But yeah, you're missing out. I Camping's know. the best. I love it. Really? Because yeah. I just feel like, how was it? I think, okay, so it was, anyway, that was beautiful. We also had like, there was a private chef that was with us. So, so like you went camping, making, camping. Yeah. That's, and I, I did. I always bring a private chef. But. <laughs> But like you're paying for this experience. And it was more so to she her um company is called True North Adventures. So she constantly I've seen ads for that, I think. Oh, maybe. maybe. She's not like super big into um, but she was in the area for a while. Hmm. And now um yeah, they're Coast Guard, so they like now they're in Mobile. That sounds very familiar. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? But she was here for a bit and um yeah, so it was yoga, camping, rock climbing. That sounds badass. Oh, my God. It was amazing. So then you're in these, like, uh, strenuous physical situation, and that just brings up lots of stuff. And for me, like, I had a moment up on the rock, like, crying because, again, I just felt like I'm too fat to do this. I'm not good enough to do this. I'm not athletic to do this. And it's like, who the fuck is telling me those stories? Yeah. Whose voice is that? Who is? Yeah. So in anyway, I feel like I've been... That was probably just a really like, you know, you have these like shifts. And after that trip, I was just like, okay, there's some, a lot of shit here to unpack. And it's just ridiculous. But our body image insecurity stuffs hold us back from, there are so many things in life I didn't do because I felt like I literally didn't look good enough to do that. Well, you look great. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm sweated to this seat. Oh, so it's, it's really fabric. hot in here. I finally stopped dripping. But the, the <laughs> first 15 minutes, all I could think about was like, please stop sweating. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> um, it's as good. it's like dripping off my beard. It's cleansing. But, um, I love what you said about stories. About like mm. we tell we tell ourselves stories and we mm-hmm. tell each other stories about who we are. Yep. And it it gets real philosophical uh, to think about it like this. But all we have is this moment to be, yeah. to go off of, and we have our our memories of past experiences and our projections of what the future could be like. Yep. But that's all potential and and past. It's in all we have is the moment, and we try to formulate these stories so that we feel like we know who we are. Yeah. And But it's always, it's a construction. It's a continuously changing construction. And you have a lot of power to insert plot changes. Mm-hmm. And if you if you try, and it's a lot of people don't really think about life that way, and they let life happen to them. And probably, even probably the people who have the best handle on their, their own cognition and mental state they probably get sucked into it too but you you forget that you that you can make these decisions 
Yeah. And you just fall back into patterns and habits. Right. But you- it does not come easily. You know, I feel like it eventually trying to be more positive and trying to reframe thing. Eventually, it's like you're just more accustomed to doing that. But and you learn that it helps, so you want to totally. keep doing it. Totally. Yeah. But I am. I mean, I still have low lows too. I'm in in my version of what that is. But I just feel like um, I don't want to hang out there. I forgot what our original point was, but no, I was no, just no, rambling. Um, but that's why we're here. That's why we're here. <laughs> Totally. Um, we'll just move on to something else and circle back. Um, I, I really don't mind that at all. I love it. That's, okay, it's cool. like a real conversation. Totally. People do that in I real life. I said to Kevin, I go, this is like a first date with no pressure. Yeah. Like, I, I love that's it. That's exactly what it is. You're just trying to get to know people. And yeah. Yeah. Whatever also, comes have out, you, comes out. Am I the first person that is not from from here? Mm, probably. Oh, my God. Actually. I was thinking of that earlier. It, there's a very good chance. I'll have to look back through. Um, I would but be so honored. I'm Either way, sure. I'm honored. But. Yeah. You, I... Is she, do you have you heard me talk about anyone else from Astoria? From Astoria, no. There's a guy. Uh, well, Mario is from Mexico, but he lived here for twenty twenty okay. something years. Yeah, that was the guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah. Thank you for being our first out of towner officially. I love it. Right across the river. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's jump back into your story okay. about, about business. So you were oh. right, same river Malama. we're talking about now, but, yeah. um, yeah. Oh, yeah, Malama. that's done. Was in Astoria. Was in Astoria. Moved to Warrington. No. Was that something else? So, you never were in Warrington? Never. Oh, okay. I had it. I had mistaken. <laughs> Just kidding. No. <laughs> no events weren't in. No, so how'd you get, how'd you get into the brows? Okay. So I've just always had an obsession and that's just what you similar to wanted Jeff. to do. Yeah. Not similar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just, I just always loved that. So mm-hmm. I started out, um, I have, like, I have a, my associates. I went to a two-year college. Um, I got a free grant. I went to school for free. So I did cool. it. Hated it. Yeah. I went to OTC. What Ozark. <laughs> it's called Ozark's Technical Community College. And my brother said it stood for over-the-counter That's education. what I was just going to say. Yeah. Oh, I, I was going to steal funny. your brother's joke. I know. It was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, but I just knew then. Do you know, just, I just always knew, like, I don't, I didn't have a path. Like, I felt like everyone else was, I don't know, there's a teachers, the nurses, the, do you just, like, the standard things you know you're going to do. And I just, like, I guess I'm going to fucking move back to Hawaii and figure it out. And that's exactly what I did. Mm-hmm. And um, so that was 2000 and three um and so like shortly after i moved back to hawaii because why not get the hell out of southwest missouri but i i still had family there and i love to go visit but i just know i couldn't live live there so how long did you live there total um almost 10 years okay yeah so what is in missouri my mom's side of the family okay oh yeah oh we're circling circling back in the very beginning (laughs) so um so my parents were both in the air force that's how they met um in montgomery alabama in 1977 they're still together they're adorable oh wow that's Um, that's a long time that's awesome totally it's our generation that has all the divorces yeah they're still good Mm -hmm. we fucked it up it's fine so they were in the air force for a few years my dad got stationed back in hawaii my mom went with him um they they both got out of the service and stayed there and then here we are 
I'm totally losing my train of thought. I'm yeah, so sorry. Yeah, me too, actually. I was, <laughs> I was I almost interrupted you. Mom's side of the family in Missouri. Look at you. Oh, Jeff, on the ball. Somebody's paying attention. Nothing else to do. <laughs> You're getting a promotion. <laughs> I feel bad that you don't have a mic and Are we you can't start just hang. Me? You want <laughs> I can, a loud voice. I got a mic right here. You want me to put a mic on you? No, no, I forgot, no, actually. I have a whole lot to add to this. Well, I'm going to put one on you anyway. <laughs> I was just about to tell a story I really about don't you. I don't know much about her side, her mom's side. Of the <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well. I'm gonna mic you up. The also, also, actually, wait a minute. Never mind. We can't because it's not in the aggregate device. Next time we will though. The sorry, yeah, I have to do it next time. The the Mac thing, they don't let you put a whole bunch of mics in one unless you have. Well, actually, no. I don't want to derail us. Yeah, we're good. Sorry, Jeff. Get, get to rolling. Can I just get back to the podcast, or we have to talk yeah, about please. your mic all day? Please. Sorry for interrupting. Um, we'll do that again. No, I appreciate the input, actually. Um, so Jeff and me went on a vacation to Hawaii nice. in, like, 2016. Which island? Oahu. Okay. And it was so much fun. I it love was like it. Top three or four trips of my life. That was, And Jeff did everything he could to make it suck, and it was really <laughs> awesome. I was going to say it was, like, the bottom three trips of my life. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But um, I had a blast and at the, uh, yeah, so I, I could see why you'd be attached to that place and like, what a great oh place to call home. Totally. And now it's so, now I see it so differently too. I mean, I always loved it and I missed it. So, so we moved there, my mom, my brother, and I, just the three of us moved to Southwest Missouri. My dad stayed in Hawaii, who I think at the time was like, God, like my age now, probably like just just shy of like 40 still stationed and there he, no so he was out of the service but he by trade he he was became he was an electrician in the um in the air force and then he became a lineman and was working for the state of hawaii so he was working oh. out of pearl harbor and actually he just retired two years ago 2018 he just retired from there so yeah long career he he wow, was eventually yeah. the dispatcher of the base so he just had a great job you know and they were like why would he leave that? And yeah, so they lived apart, which this is the only other area I've lived in where I've known so many other spouses that completely at some times of the year live apart from each other. Like it's yeah. not unheard of, but mm -hmm. I feel like when I was in Missouri and you tell people about that, like people were just like- The Bible Belt. Oh my. Is that the Bible Belt? Oh, it's in there. I don't know my belts very it's well. It's in there. I okay. mean, I've always said that. Yeah, I feel it seems like, like it. If it's not, it's you, you still get hit with it. It's yeah. in there. So, yeah. They're still loving Jesus down there. Yes. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. But, <laughs> we love Jesus. Yeah, I'm not saying I don't. But, <laughs> yeah. But a huge contrast from Hawaii, though, for yeah. sure. For sure. A little less aloha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but also, you know, it's just, it's so hard. They're just such different places. But, um, but my brother is actually still in, he's outside of Kansas City, Missouri. So he did get a little bit more city in him. He's up north and he's married with two boys. So they kind of have their life there. Actually, my mom is there right now. Wow. I wonder how yeah. Kansas City got to be in Missouri. Is it, is, is Kansas There's, a person or something? I mean, what is I Kansas, Jeff? No. It's another state. It's state. Well, I know that I know of the state. I mean, why are they naming stuff? Why they name the state Kansas? It's, you know, Washington was a guy. We named our state after a person. Who's Kansas? What, who, who or what was Oregon? That's a great question. <laughs> I have no idea. You know, this, that theory probably falls apart real quick if I start thinking of other states. I remember literally saying when I first moved here, 
it sounds so stupid. I was not drunk or stoned. And I was like, I mean, is it from oregano? Like, do they make that here? And just feeling like that's such actually reasonable. an idiot. Right? No, that's reasonable. But now I feel stupid. But yeah, I'm often shocked by the things I just don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, me too. I, yeah. It actually is kind of a fun feeling now that the internet tells us everything that we, yeah. like, when you find something that you're like, wait, how did I not know that? Yeah. But. Like, how did you not know that Kansas came from the Kansas <laughs> Indians? The Kansas oh. Indians. The Kansas Indians, people of the south, uh, southern wind. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that makes sense why that. they'd name a city in Missouri that, too. Yeah. Mystery solved. Yeah. I think there was some, a little dispute over, like, the Kansas City area. Oh, yeah. And Missouri got it. Are they still the Chiefs? Did they take that away? No. It- Only a matter of time, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember. Any team that's still holding on to their racist names is is seems really silly to me at this point. Yeah. It's just a game. Um, yeah. Why? Yeah. Why mess with it? I mean, why? I think they should change the names. Is what the, the Redskins <laughs> announced. That's well, they're not, they they got rid of that one. I know they're now just the Washington Football Team, right? Yeah. They could that's do better funny. than that. Yeah. I mean, that's. I guess it shows they're not trying, but they're trying. Yeah, that's just kind of what a childish response. Like, okay, fine, we just won't yeah. have a name then. Yeah. It's like, oh, all right. Blue team, we're yeah. blue. They want to change the colors, and like that's what they're yeah. worried about. Oh, right. Well, I don't even know what color they're. They have the red and yellow. Oh, and okay, the that makes sense. The concern is that even when they change the name by keeping the old colors, everybody will wear the old gear. Oh. And still lets people hold on to the Redskin name. And, uh, yeah, it's kind that of a sense. response. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have they cured cancer yet? Seems Working like a, a lot of energy going into these <laughs> names. Um, okay, so Melissa has been started has started helping me prep for these episodes. I love. I just congratulations. Thank you on your spouse. Thank you very much. I mean, like I think I said to you that message. Like I didn't know much about you at all, but I do remember you guys falling in love. Yeah, it was pretty great. I mean, <laughs> I, and I just I know Michelle. I'm a lot closer with Michelle, but mm-hmm. I've always just adored Melissa. But I, I had just Michelle re- on last week. She's, oh my she'll be God. out in a couple weeks. Yeah. How exciting. She came out for a, to do a special Father's Day. Oh, one. that's awesome! Yeah, they're great girls for sure. Um, I don't remember my point was. Oh, I just remember all of that unfolding because it's just like, you know, when you can just tell like someone has like those heart bubbles above their head. Yeah, like that's beautiful. I, it was very very prominent. I, I felt the heart <laughs> bubbles everywhere yeah. I went. I still feel them. It's I so I really great. think I lucked out. Oh, I was yeah. thinking about that when you were talking about when you just meet somebody who you just click. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, that's happened to me only a very few times. Yeah. And I hold on to those people. Totally. Jeff's one of them. Yep. And Melissa's one of them. Yep. I got an electrician friend down the street who's also like that. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. You, those are special people. Yeah, it's beautiful. You're meant, you're meant to connect to those people and totally. keep them. Totally. Yeah. Um, but anyway, she's oh, been sorry. helping me prep. And so she ha- and she's like, yeah, you know. A lot of times uh, we have conversations when I hear you have a guest and I'm like, hey, you should ask him about this or ask him about that. And then, you know, the interview comes and goes and you come back in and <laughs> and sometimes even you're like, oh, there was a little bit of dead air and I just I didn't know what to ask him about. And I say, did you ask my question? And you didn't. So I want you to start writing them down. And so I did. So nice. I have a list of a couple questions Ooh. that Melissa had, was curious about. Okay. So I'm going to go through those ones. Um, oh, yeah, here we go. The ukulele. Oh. Um, I heard you're learning the ukulele. Oh, you seem sad about that. What's going on? Because I gave myself a goal that I'm supposed to post another video in like four days. Mm-hmm. And I have played my ukulele like three times since I've been home from Hawaii. It, it's probably harder now that you're on the mainland. Oh, my God. Yeah, the vibe's not here. I yeah. just don't feel it. But um, 
Yeah, I love it. I've played the guitar for a long time. Like, uh-huh. I mean, self-taught. I feel like I can't even say I play the guitar because I just like I'm aware that there's I have strings and chords and I try to do it in a way that you can tell it's a song, but mm-hmm. I'm not like that's you know. that's the disclaimer you have to say if you're not a professional musician. <laughs> but like, yeah. I grew up with my mom plays guitar and uh, nice. she I got so sick of her telling everybody how she doesn't actually know how to play guitar. I was like, that's bullshit. You play the guitar. I I, yeah. I, I hear you every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't sell yourself short. You're right. I know. Even now that I like can hear it being said, that's annoying. I don't have energy like that. Sorry. No. Oh yes, no, it's, don't I apologize. Do. You're good. You're good. <laughs> I'm just saying. I yeah. uh, you don't have to. You don't have to do conditions. You know. Right. If you if you make music, then you're making music. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I feel like that is like such another form of meditation for me. I think because, it's so therapeutic. Yes. And yeah. I. I'm just such like whatever you can do that you just like lose track of time. Mm-hmm. That is your guidance system of like this. Is, if it's something that you know that it's is okay good. to be doing, yeah. exactly. It's like yeah, I just really love shooting up. You're probably not. Yeah, <laughs> but I feel like you know your authentic self is going to know. There's mm-hmm. going to be some blocks. You'll there, feel that cognitive dissonance exactly, when exactly. it's not the right thing. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I feel like that's been music for me for a long time. Um, and when I was home in Hawaii, I bought an ukulele. I'm like, I'm. Why do I not already play this? Like, Four I strings. probably should. How hard could it be? Oh my god, it is so much easier. Like, I really? will say that. I mean, I shouldn't say easy. For me, I feel because I already have a little. I because I'm already such a smashing guitar player, mm-hmm. I can easily play the ukulele. But you know, it's lighter and it's little, and it's just like cutesy. And I'm yeah, from Hawaii. Yeah, it's got a, such like, a fun sound. Oh my god, totally. So. And it was way easier to travel with it than if mm-hmm. I would have. Not that I, I've never traveled with my guitar, but yeah, if you then you be would be a real musician because yeah. either that or a sniper because <laughs> it, like, you don't just pack a guitar around unless you got business to take care of. <laughs> yeah. You're playing a gig, or you really need it to relax. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's been. It's been fun. Yeah, so I like put myself out of my comfort zone because I like to do that, and I posted a video of the, the first night I played my ukulele, and I. I'm telling myself, but whoever is paying attention also, that in a month I'm going to post another video of the same song and I'm going to hold myself accountable for making time for this every day because I really love it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's in like four days. So, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'll just, <laughs> sometimes I'm just like, this is what it's about. Like, am I any better? No, probably fucking worse because yeah, that'd be even better. I've lost all calluses in my fingers at this point. Yeah. And, but yeah, because it's just like, I mean, you just keep going for it. I think that's, that's a great example for whoever's just, watching. Yeah, I'll just be keep just fucking like, up. Let's it's just okay. put it all out there, guys. Let's, <laughs> yeah. let's try to get better together. Right. And this, that's what I'm doing with this podcast. Is like, love it. The first few episodes are pretty rough. And um, I don't I, think so at all. Well, thank you, but the I <laughs> they felt pretty rough. The first one is pretty shitty. That's the very first episode of the show. It was supposed to be a, a practice. I don't really remember, but we have a bunch in the vault yeah. that we didn't release because at a certain point I was just like I have to just start putting stuff out so I can have something yeah. to approve on. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad I did, but I think totally. people should be okay with the the messy process of learning something new. Hundred percent. Because it's. In, yeah, and it's like our expectations are so much different than anybody that's tuning in. So it mm-hmm. is like this it's it's this awesome thing that it seems like so many people are doing, but do you really know? Like I know people I'm the one that I talk about it. I haven't done it. Like so your first episodes are a million times better than mine because I don't have one. So there you go. That's you know, what it's I had just to think like, about. Yeah. yeah. And then you just slowly get the contrast makes it better. Everything's fucking feedback. Why are we so good at convincing ourselves not to do stuff that we want to do like uh Mm -hmm. all the all the ideas that come up when like starting a podcast Mm -hmm. or learning a new instrument 
all of the justifications for why you're not good enough or why mm-hmm. you don't deserve it or why that's not really who you are or right. people are going to laugh at you or like right. what is where does all that come from it's you a think? story like yeah, exactly. something some something happened to you something happened for you when you were younger Framing. most likely and I think like you have to spend time to unpack that shit. Like for yeah. every specific thing, like why do I feel this way about my body image? Why do I feel this way about starting a new business? And it could be like, it's all rooted in shame. Like nobody wants to be judged. No one wants to feel bad. If you don't go for it, you can't be disappointed because you failed because you just never went. And yeah. ew. Like, That's a bad cycle to get totally, stuck in. Totally, but I get it. Like I totally get it and I can, it's crippling for people. You just absolute paralysis to like live your life. Yeah. I recently had a situation where I reached out to someone who used to be extremely close to me, a female friend, but Mm. and just like had this super vulnerable. I actually sent an audio message on Instagram. I like didn't even allow myself to edit it on purpose because I was like, I'm gonna speak from my heart. I started crying. Oh god. But the truth is, like, anyway, and I was just basically like, God, I fucking miss you, and I love you. I always love you, and. And then I didn't hear anything back for, it was 28 hours. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> and talk about vulnerability hangover, you know, yeah. like big time. But the point is, oh my God, afterwards, and I did, and it was fine. It, we're very different people, which is totally fine, but I did feel like. Did it resolve I, anything oh for you? Oh my God. Like. That relief. That's healing. It really that is. That is healing. Like just because I, that's for me, like not for you. Like that's like, I. You can only love someone as much as you love yourself. I'm going to continue to love myself so much that like all I have to all I have left is to also love you. Like I can see you for the best part of you and understand that trauma is real, shit is real and like wounds are gaping open still and we can't like close them up yet and it's just everyone's healing is so is not it's not linear and it's not the same so yeah but ever since that happened like something has shifted in me and i'm like i am never gonna regret telling someone i love them i'm never gonna regret that i'm gonna tell fucking everybody i love them not in like i don't really mean it but in like i'm just gonna put myself out there because i just people remember more you know how you make them feel yeah. You know, like that's... Love is a really powerful thing, too. Totally. And it and it, you can use it in a lot of different ways. Yeah. And it can it can be corrupted. And But in, in its purest form, it's it's really powerful and special. And I always tell my kids this. It's like, love multiplies. I actually yeah. just said this to my daughter, Amelia, Aww. yesterday. Because she we were driving on the road and she's like, Dad, um, do you think mom loves my sister more than she loves me? And I said, no, I, I don't. I think she loves you guys about the same. Um, she's got a lot of love to give. And the more that you give, the more there is there to give later. Like you just, it's almost like you practice love and it, it mm-hmm. becomes easier. It's mm-hmm. love is an act. It's not just something you feel. Yes. And it's always good to have more. Like yes. it's, and yeah, it's, I said that in three-year-old language to, yeah. to her <laughs> to in a way, but uh, to try to just express the idea that like, it's really a very human animal impulse to want to hold somebody like as a possession like that somebody who's close to you or that means something to you but and you feel like you're protecting what's yours or you're protecting your relationship or or whatever um but it's you gotta let it free like that like they always like the cliche about the bird letting the bird go you know the one but uh (laughs) if you let if it comes back it was meant to be yeah yeah um it's it's true loosely yeah exactly Mm -hmm. but if 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 you're loving right, it doesn't feel very painful to trust people. 
Totally. And you just have to accept that they might hurt you. Right. And there's a good chance somebody will. Totally. But it's going to be okay. Yeah. yeah. Also, how about your deep thinking little girl, like thinking things even like that already, right? She like, is a trip. It's, yeah. She says some stuff that's really funny. Like, uh, it's like I don't even understand how she <laughs> knows. I, I wish I would have. I have. No, I'm not going to think about it off the top of my head because I won't. But an hour ago that my shirt looked like a bra. <laughs> that's not one of the deep thinking things, but that was just an observation. Just well, is she mind. right? It wasn't this shirt. It, it was a bikini top, to was, be fair. It was. Yeah. Yeah, actually, now it's starting to get weird. <laughs> um, okay, I better get back to my oh, Melissa that's list. so funny. Oh, because she said she she's, that's one of her life goals. She said that. I think Which she messaged one? that to me, to play the ukulele. Yeah, 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 it is. So does she play an instrument already? Uh, no. No, the ukulele is like, is it ukulele? I heard that's. I mean, that's, I don't. You really, can tell me if I'm saying it wrong. I don't. Uh, I don't know. Oh, I don't, I'm literally not. I'm gonna go Polynesian. With, you, with your pronunciation. I just say ukulele, ukulele, ukulele. I like yours ukulele. better. Ukulele. <laughs> I don't even know. Sometimes I feel like if I if I try too hard to sound like uh, whatever dialect I'm I'm saying. Like, I actually let my whiteness come through because I don't yeah. want to seem presumptive. Like, I'm presuming. Like, when you're to, in Hawaii and you yeah. just do say all the words, like, uh-huh. a, like a white person. Would. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, like, <laughs> I was, or Iraq and Iran. Like, oh. it's Iraq and Iran. Mm-hmm. And my son was asking me the other day, like, why do some people say it weird? Mm-hmm. I was like, they're not saying it weird. We're saying it weird mm-hmm. because we're not from there. So they're right. probably the ones who say it correctly. Right. The list, the questions. <laughs> yep. um, but yeah, no, she has a. A life goal of learning that instrument, and we have one in the house. So she, oh, nice. As soon as we have a little bit of free time, she'll probably start doing that. I love it. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask about social media, but I'm tired of that stuff. Yeah, fuck social media. It's so, it's so boring. It's like, All you do is just like, be, and this is just my clients. Mm-hmm. It's just because I've been in this community for, I don't, people in Australia aren't following me. Uh, are they not? Have you checked? No, but I'm not you can look. They, I think you can. They're look not now. my ideal client, so yeah. I just feel like You're not doing fine. a lot of Australian eyebrows. No, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, see, that's my thing. I, I, my clients could be anywhere in the world. Yes, Eventually, you have. Yeah, like um, we've been downloaded in 37 countries. What? Which is pretty funny. I, I can't even name 37 countries. I don't think I can either. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I think I could. Yeah, I read the list the other day, so I have a head start. But... <laughs> That's pretty cool because you just never know where that ripple comes from. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Um, it's it's interesting to see yeah. where it's it's spread to. But. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, my clientele is like women between the ages of 35 and 60 that live in Clatsop County. Is so. it just women? You ever do men eyebrows? <laughs> I haven't done a man's brow yet. Because, yeah, me too, actually. What would you recommend for, well, for my situation? I mean, both of you are pretty damn... Perfect with those brows. So. Oh come on, you're just saying. Uh, yeah, I mean that is the I thing about low. men is you got you always have good brows, good lashes because you don't fuck with them. Oh yeah, like we're constantly prodding at our faces since we recognize we have faces. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it's ridiculous. Kevin yeah. has like the most longest luxurious lashes. I'm like those are wasted on your face because <laughs> he doesn't put chemicals on them all yeah, the time. No. Yeah. Do you do you do the thing with the little squeezy thing with that makes them curl? I've seen those in like every woman's bathroom. You know what I mean? The little the little oh, wait, I love all the hand gestures. So, so an eyelash like curler? Me, I have actually 
You I, ever taken those to your own? Oh, hell yeah. Perhaps? I When yeah. I was a kid, I would. I messed around with all of that stuff. Yeah. yeah. I got some curly. I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, that's a thing. I always have one in my makeup kit for because I do bridal. I do weddings and stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it, yeah, it just, like, temporarily crimps up your natural lashes. Okay. And sometimes it's nice if you're going to be applying, like, false lashes on someone. You get them up a little bit so they can stay better. But oh, yeah. I have literally seen women rip their eyelashes out with that. And lots of times women will like put a, a their blow dryer on it, on the metal, and heat it up and oh, then take geez. that motherfucker to their eyes. Oh, my God. That mm. sounds like I could be dangerous. We do great shit to look better. I was watching a video. Uh, <laughs> we I, don't do shit. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. And we don't care. And the truth is, is like, <laughs> about that, of course. But like anytime, like all this is lost on Kevin, right? Uh-huh. Like... I know he thinks I look my most beautiful when I have no makeup on and I'm just like, just who I am. He doesn't yeah. care. There's something that is really appealing about that. It is crazy to me because we spend so much of our energy and I'm in this industry. I mean, I've built my life based on women's vanity. This uh-huh. is just the way it is. And I love it too. I am like, I'm guilty of all of the things. But it's like, really, we're doing it for what we believe the world our perception of the way the world needs to see us or whatever. And it's yeah. like, nobody actually gives a fuck. No. It is insane. It's a system that does exist. Like you're, you have like some kind of social capital based on sure. your looks. But at the same time, like we, as a society, we're actively trying to make it exist less. Yeah. Like we're trying to make it matter less, like e- yeah. l- level the playing field. Right. But there's a certain part of it where it's just like, these are just animal instincts. Back to animal instincts. Another callback. Perfect. Um, <laughs> I feel a little better if I'm looking, like if I know I'm looking good, my clothes yeah. are good, and my, everything's totally. You know, like I feel a little more confident. And, yeah. Uh, and I've but then that it's with like girls too. Like they get dressed up, they're in a better mood. They know they're looking good. Yeah. They know that people think they're beautiful. And what's the first thing most people do after a breakup? They hit the gym. Yeah. I mean, after a couple weeks. Yeah. But of... Been going on five years now. <laughs> Dude, you're ripped. You. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just interesting. The older I get, the less fucks I give. Me too. Yeah. So Me that too. part is, that's nice. Like, I mean, I literally, I, the majority of my clientele I built at Malama was all off of waxing and like facials. So always like still some wax? sort of, a, a few, a few people. Do you do that? Uh, is it, they must pay a lot of it. <laughs> I mean, that sounds unpleasant. Do you have any good stories about waxing? She does a good job. <laughs> <laughs> Not a hair left. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have so many waxing stories. Let's hear them. Oh my god! Now I, but I've done majority of my waxing in this community, so I have to be no very names. mindful of that. No names. Um, oh. You I massage do feel this like too, right? I, I don't I, massage. I saw you selling a massage table. Or are you getting rid no, of a massage table? No, motherfucker, I was dumping that massage okay. table. It is literally at the dump. Oh, yeah. okay. I had it for so long. Mm. And you didn't, but Rest you didn't use pieces. it? No, it was just like, it had, it had seen so many people. Like, it was ah. just so, you know, you have to like get rid. Because when I closed down Long, when I officially licensed in Oregon, I closed down Long Beach and then I moved everything to Oregon. So I had double of everything. So mm. I just got rid of the... The stuff that just I didn't need anymore. Plus that oh, table okay. was like so much bigger. Gotcha. So and okay, waxing, I waxing, waxing, waxing. I so I you. um I do a little in December. I closed probably like ninety percent of my waxing clients. I just like had to say aloha to, and it was really sad. Mm-hmm. But I was 
I feel back to the not usually know what I'm doing with my business. Like I have always had an accountant, thank God. And it's somehow things have somehow worked out. <laughs> but but she was basically it's like so I feel like I was finally listening to people and I'm like, let's stop working 10, 11 hour days waxing people all day. And let's officially like branch into this other business of yours that you can bring in more money in literally less than half the amount of time. So I'm like, what am I going to do? And I, you end up being just like a murder of your own fucking life because I've mm-hmm. created this. And now I feel like, well, who's going to take care of them? Nobody can do it. Oh my God, these are my friends. I can't do that to them. But really it's like, so I had to realize like I am... I am moving everything in my life around each woman that once a month gives me $25. Yeah. And so I'm so grateful for that woman. But the truth is that there are other amazing artists in this town that can do a great job. And I'm the only one that does this other thing. And this is what's really piquing my interest. And it feels so good. Talk about like losing track of time. Like, oh, my God. I remember when I did work here, like I would drive over. And I would get back in the car to come home and I'm like, I was just in my car. But like, you know, the whole day has gone by. by. Yeah. So I'm like, God, you got to keep like tuning into that. So And it doesn't happen so much when you're staring at buttholes and waxing all day. (laughs) I no. Time drags a little bit. And the thing too is like that's 15 times a day having that same fucking conversation. Like I love them and they are literally the closest friends of my life have at one time been a client of mine. Mm -hmm. I'm like, if I haven't seen your vagina, we're not close. Uh Yeah. Like it's just, but it's also, I, it's, I don't even think about it, but especially men I've noticed think it's very interesting. Like, Uh you know, it's, I, it's, it's not sexy. That's for sure. No, I wouldn't think it would be. Yeah. But that's not why it's interesting to me. It's just like the, it's grooming behaviors in general yeah. from a psychological point of view. Sure. Especially ones that are intimate. So, like, really very few people will ever see that. Right. Um, but you're still willing to pay. Well. It depends on the industry you're working in, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, relative to the rest of your body. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've definitely had clients where it's like every month I was like, oh, oh, who, wait, which one is this? Okay, I can't keep up. Okay. You know, it's just like, wow. But I'm just, like, at a different point in my life. Like, mm-hmm. you know. But also I'm like, God, I wish I had more of those stories. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah. And the older I get, the less I, as long as you, as long as you are clean, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't matter. And I feel like, but I have definitely had, I, this is sad, but I had a client like coming back after COVID and she, what, cause I was shut down for almost three months, but her husband was just really unkind to her that she couldn't get her grooming done because I was closed and all this stuff. And I'm like, what in the actual fuck? Yeah. But that exists. And I have heard things similar to that many, many times in the last decade of doing that. And it is just like, yes. (laughs) And it's just, and I'm in my head, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I know what the fuck that guy looks like. Gross. (laughs) But it's just, it's so weird to me. And I think like, but things like that, I just started thinking on a different level. Like, I don't really want to be a part of that anymore. Mm -hmm. I've been a part of a lot of affairs and a lot of like, I, the wife you're talking about is my other client. Like, you know, and just, oh, yeah, wow. it's totally come up. I've seen a lot of poop. I've seen a lot of all things. I bet. Yeah. So yeah. I just, Ready I was to be over done. it. Yeah. yeah. Close the I chapter. have literally, I think, four women I'll still do Brazilians on. Yeah. Why are those ones this this Because I stayed? just like, I just love them oh, so okay. much. You couldn't say no to those no. ones? No. 
And That's if I really were to nice. actually tell you who the people were, you probably would even know who they were and be like, I get it. They're so yeah. wonderful. So because it's just like, and especially if that's the only thing you're going to me for, it doesn't matter what we're doing. We're connecting during this time. Yeah. So what I love, it's so silly, but like there are so many times where my client will start to leave and then come back in because they forgot to pay me. Like, oh. I love that because mm -hmm. you have forgotten that we're actually doing a transaction. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is how I pay my bills. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but it's. It's, I mean, my, I would not exist without my clients. I mean, they're everything. And to be someone who is not from this community and like now when I think if some chick came to town that wasn't from here and tried to open a day spa, I'd be like, who the fuck does she think she is? Yeah. And I'm so, the my higher self wouldn't think that, but I would definitely think that for a moment because I'm human. Yeah. But so I've, but I have always gotten such great feedback and response from people and so much love but it's also how you come in doing it like we yeah. just wanted to add something not take away from anyone else so yeah you can tell when a business enters a community if that's what they're in it for yeah like, if they're trying to enrich the community or if they're just trying to enrich their bank account totally and it a lot of businesses don't survive here so it's yeah it's, it takes a lot of effort and you have to have the right intention yeah for sure yeah, yeah i closed malama um september of 19 like right oh. before COVID, yeah, I dodged the biggest bullet. So you did you uh, did the brow business get affected by COVID too? Pretty bad. Mm -hmm. So at one for a couple years, I was doing both businesses. So I was at Malama, and then I would drive to Long Beach, and it was like chaos. Busy, busy. Yeah, and I mean, I was writing Malama checks from this business because you know that that it was just. So much. Wow. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. You still don't know what the fuck you're doing. So yeah. you can, I think like, I mean, I feel like in so many ways that business was very successful, but I'm still paying off shit from that place. Mm -hmm. Like it's not, I feel like it was successful in a way of, I, I feel good about it. And now I'm on this other place in my life where I, I started this and I have clients because I had that other thing, but Malama just got bigger than us. Uh -huh. And... Ugh. And my rent was going up like almost 40%. Mm. And I was like, what am I doing? Yeah. This is stupid. And I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So um, so when COVID happened, I didn't, I hadn't had to deal with that at all. And I was still just kind of recovering from letting go of that. Because that was also my divorce. Like all I asked for was that business. Uh -huh. And then like two years later realizing like, oh shit, the only thing I even asked for is like literally the biggest burden in my life. You asked for all the debt. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. And now sucks. I'm like, oh great, but it's okay because who knows what the future will hold. <laughs> uh -huh. But, but I'm just, I'm still, I feel so good about all of it. Like yeah. I'm grateful for it, but yeah, it's just, I mean, and my accountant would always tell me, well, I guess this is just your passion project. Like, uh-huh. Oh, it's supposed to pay for me too? Oh, okay. Yeah. And then I got went through my divorce, and I'm like, oh, shit, it has to pay for me. And there was a short period where I was like, I'm just going to live in the massage room. Oh, bam. Like, Bummer. I'll just be here. Uh -huh. And it'll get me to go to the fucking gym all the time because I'll shower at the gym. I'll be really fit. Like, you know, lay me Motivating <laughs> like, yourself. Yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like I did always know, like, it's just going to work out. And it has. That's the attitude to take, and totally. it usually will. That adaptability, yeah. you know? You have yeah. to be able to pivot because I like to think somebody – what some podcast I was listening to recently was talking about if you think of like um, – what's it called? 
roadblocks, roadblocks in your life, obstacles that come in in your life. It's like as if you if you think of your life as you're at a bowling alley and you're trying to roll a strike and all of these things that are happening is just the bumpers like keeping you back in your right lane. So it's just like I just trust that this happened and that feels like it fell apart. But eventually maybe that is going to hold me, stop me from making an even bigger mistake one day or something exactly. like I already did that like so I know now there anytime you're at a time in your life when you're like things are so good you can look back and think of all the different forks in the road where yeah. you took one that you didn't want to take or right. something bad happened and you had to take it right and it ended you up here in this good position totally like, yeah but I'm so pro pot. I've had so many, like, especially my older lady clients ask me questions about pot. And I'm just like, just go in there and ask them because they're so helpful. Yeah. And there's it's not intimidating. no judgment no, by them. Not at all. No. It's great. Yeah. Like, there are some really, really positive parts about the oh, cannabis industry. Oh, for sure. Industry. For sure. I think it's a great model for what they could do with other substances. Yes. Because just like you said, when I was in high school or, you know, up until it was legal, I, I was in putting myself in danger to go get this plant. Mm -hmm. Like there's no reason for anyone to do that. Yeah. It, it's not, it doesn't make any sense. And now we have a model where we can see like, look, if we educate mm -hmm. people on the dangers, if we make sure it's available in safe and consistent forms mm -hmm. that, that we know exactly what we're getting, yeah. we're going to reduce. I mean, like with weed, you're not, we're not reducing overdose deaths because right. there's no such thing. Right. But we're reducing overdoses. Right. And just misuse of the chemical. And Might be increasing type 2 diabetes on the people that yeah. do eat so much. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> um, that's that's a big deal these days. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Everything is linked to some sort of obesity cause. Not everything, yeah. excuse me, but so many things. They had to change the name of diabetes because what it, are you talking about? it used to be called adult onset diabetes. Uh -huh. Now it's type 2 diabetes because oh, kids get it. Oh, yeah. Kids didn't used to get it. No, That's, we were just fat, like yeah. for a little bit amount of time. Exactly. And then right. you, you grow and you know yeah. it's done. But yeah. That is not good. No. Like, and I don't really notice that, honestly. Like, my wife's a teacher. I go in the schools and uh -huh. I don't see nearly as many fat kids as I expect. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I always think so. Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, I'm serious, though. You, you expect to see a few. Like, yeah. when we, we were. We had some. We had some big ones. Yeah. <laughs> We're oh, 300 man. Oh, it's just yeah. a lot of weight to carry when you're so young, too. Yeah. yeah. It's like, how long can your body just support that? Well, Ronnie got rid of the weight. When we were in high school. Cool. Oh, speaking of punching people <laughs> in the face, when I was like doing my regular leading up to the podcast panic thing that I'd like to do, oh. I was like, so I've been having issues with the recording where I... You forgot to press record. Things like that. But <laughs> really, it's like if I don't have the headphones on, I want to be wearing them, but then they mess with my jaw and I... My t I can't. I, oh, it gives yeah, me a lisp. Oh yeah, I forgot. Do you normally? Am I, I'm fine. Or, no, we're good. No, I okay. tried to set up just... to where we didn't have to wear oh, them because cool. they're not comfortable. Okay. Um, and so, I'm like, oh well, I have Jeff run the sound and just doing my thing. And um, right as I thought about Jeff, I'm like, and you mentioned this something about this earlier, like being open to God or the universe or whatever, mm. and listening for answers. And mm -hmm. so I do that all the time. Mm -hmm. I, I look for signals and symbols and everything, mm -hmm. and really places that wouldn't be obvious so yeah. when i notice them i'm like i don't really care whether it's real or not I, even if it's just a coincidence i think it's fun and cool to think about so yeah. um radar love is a song that i don't it's okay it's a decent song mm -hmm. but when i was in high school i didn't put it high enough on a ranking list that i wrote for the school paper and me and jeff got in no fight about it mm -hmm. and um like a 
we were drunk. It was actually one of the first times we ever drank. <laughs> but um, we beat each other up for like half an hour over this dumb song, Radar Love. And it's been like some a funny story we go back to throughout our f- friendship ever since. And that song came popping on the radio. And I was like, it's meant to be. I love it. That's why he's here. I feel like there are no coincidences. Yeah. I feel like it's a wink from the universe mm-hmm. of like, I see you, I got you, I'm guiding you. For a long while, I would literally write anything down that that was like that. Like you say, you think of someone and you see them or they call you because it, it when you start paying attention, there's just more of it. I was just like gonna say all that. Of so it. I started doing that exact same thing I and love I, it. I had to stop because I couldn't get anything else done. <laughs> Everywhere I looked, I was starting to see them. It's beautiful. Like, yeah. And I just feel like when people say they just don't, they can't believe it. Like, oh, my God. I'm like, oh, my God, it's everywhere. Yeah. It's the whole thing. You buy a red car, all you see is red car. It's also whatever it is that you choose to focus on, that's what you're going to bring more in. Exactly. Like, Kevin will always come to the house and say, I had a law of attraction moment today. And I love that because now even he pays attention to mm-hmm. all those things because it's just, it's just beautiful. And it yeah. makes me feel like, okay, so I am in control of whatever's going on. So I'm going to intentionally put out there that this is what I'm gonna, this is what I want. And I am choosing to believe this is going to be manifesting into my life. Like, yeah. it's incredible. Have you ever heard of Dr. Joe Dispenza? I love him, except okay. for the fact that he's a doctor because he's a chiropractor. So I know, I, but there's okay. other things, there's other things he's too. He's incredible. Yeah, he is incredible. So don't go there with that, with Dr. Joe Dispenza. He's I, just amazing. I love Dr. Joe okay. Dispenza, okay? Okay, he's, I do, okay. I honestly credit his meditation technique with teaching me how to pray correctly Mm. and i really think that i prayed my daughter into existence (sighs) because i couldn't have a baby like i I still can't have a baby but i couldn't make a girl have a baby Mm -hmm. um for a couple years like i was married before Mm -hmm. melissa and we could not conceive a child Mm -hmm. and i tried Mm -hmm. and just didn't work and so i had kind of just accepted the fact that i'm like fuck i just can't do it maybe Mm -hmm. i just I had been kicked in the balls when I was in middle school and oh, yeah. it hurt for two years. Oh, and shit. so I was like, maybe that was it. <laughs> but There was two and then there was just one big one. So I don't know what happened. Yeah, things like that <laughs> concern me. So I uh, I had so accepted funny. it. And then I got together with Melissa and I, I just, and I like became a dad because I had Sawyer and Elsa. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted another, another one. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted one that looked kind of like me. Yeah. And so I, and I, I was so afraid to let myself actually even want that because of the fear of disappointment. The rejection of it not happening. Yeah, yes. Yeah. That's what stops people from doing anything they want. Exactly. Oh. But so I read that book. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember which one it was. I've read them all now. But Love the, it. Yeah. The, I think it was You Are the Placebo. Okay. And just the meditation that he has you do at the end of the book, like it goes, and it was an audio book, so I had, had like his actual voice, which yeah. I don't love, but. Let me tell you, yeah, that is the one thing, especially <laughs> with the guided meditation. Sometimes yes. I'm like, oh God. Yeah, like, And you picture work. his shiny head and it, yeah, I just, yeah. Yeah, yeah but. exactly. <laughs> but he's but brilliant. But the message is there. Yeah, yeah. And, and the concepts, he might be, he might get a little bit like, um, Pseudoscienty at mm-hmm. times. He 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 references th- some things that I don't think he quite has the qualifications to re- uh, to reference. Sure, but neither do I. So I don't know yeah. any better. Yeah, um, but I can see it's like a legitimate neuroscientist or yeah. or people who who understand quantum physics. Yes, being like, what the fuck, man? You're yes. not a quantum physicist. Yeah, why do you have the authority to, to speak on this? Yeah. That being said, yeah. with those caveats, I love his shit. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's awesome, and the it's it's basically just like a, a a fancy way of saying 
focus on the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Picture the life you want. Go mm-hmm. after it. Don't get hung up in the weeds. Don't get hung up in right. stuff that is not going to help you. Right. Like petty squabbles with people who you don't like or who right. you don't even care about. Mm-hmm. Like things like that. And it, if you're coming, if you're coming at the world from just a better angle, you're not going to be triggered by those things anyway. If you yeah. focus on feeling good and not being a victim of some other motherfucker's bullshit, then you just you can just let it go. Exactly. Yeah. People are the worst, but I love them. They really, they really can be, <laughs> yeah. but they're also the best. I know. It's like uh, we're not people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what we are. The the I try to think about that sometimes during meditation, like mm-hmm. uh, trying to change my the lens focus of my perspective. So like we walk around, we have accepted like I'm me, I'm Jeff. I I think Jeff thoughts and right. I see Jeff things and I live Jeff life, but it's we're also like us, like the human organism. Like an ant colony. Okay. An ant colony is a bunch of little individuals. A lot of their their function and their their ability to propagate as a species is is dependent on their cooperation. Mm. And like the fact if they're if they're nest floods, they all get into a big ball and they hold together. Which that's that could be a cataclysmic event. That could be a, a wipeout a whole colony situation, like a meteor hitting Earth and killing all the humans. Right. But if we could get into a big ball that floats and then we take turns on who's on the outside so nobody drowns, it's like full cooperation. That ball of ants just floats on down and then settles somewhere else and they start over. Sure. But it there are just things like that that they do that makes them almost more of like when you describe the, the being, it's the consciousness kind of resides within the group, mm-hmm. not, not completely in the individual. Because mm-hmm. what is one ant? That's not right. even something that can exist. Right. Humans are the same. Totally. And like we have a little bit more autonomy in in our consciousness and we can branch out and kind of set up and be our own thing and build our own thing. But at the same time, we're also part of this larger collective Mm -hmm. whole. And so it's fun to try to think of like what do we look like from a perspective that's not like in just in it. Like what would God think of if God is looking down at us? What do we look like? Like how does... What is this thing that we're in? If you could look at it outside of the time constraint, it's, uh, yeah, it's fun to think about stuff totally. like that. Right, because what is time, right? We just, we decide it yeah. doesn't even exist only because we created it to exist. That's like, yeah. <laughs> time is a thing. Somehow I always end up bringing it up in these, in yeah. these and I have to cut it out most of the time because <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. I just know it's weird. I love it. Man, like, sometimes I have a hard time with certain things that are just too unfathomable. Mm-hmm. Like I feel it's almost suffocating. Like yeah. I, when I think about how small I am compared to the size of the universe. Yeah. Or just the concept of infinite infinity. Well, there you go. Yeah. And then it's just like, it's, I just, I just, it's too much. I'm infinite just like, expansion is what gives me that feeling. The Like I can deal with the thought that space continues to go uh-huh. on and on and on, that, that that's there, but I don't know how to wrap my mind around the thought of it expanding infinitely like mm-hmm. space is expanding in every direction mm-hmm. forever but what like what's at the edge then it, it, nothing but it's just like it it's a loop you just get caught in these loops and when i was a kid i all kinds of thoughts used to make me think i remember i had a problem understanding how somebody who worked at a grocery store could buy food <laughs> because i was like but what he can't just give his money to the store because they're just gonna <laughs> give it back to him. And I it was keeping me up at night, and I was like I couldn't figure it out. I, and it's just like basic microeconomics. Wow. I was trying to, to figure out as a little kid. Um, I've always been like that. Yeah, Cur- I was curious. Say, yeah, 
That's great, though. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, yeah. It, I like it. Never it, stop asking questions or else it's just boring. And then acceptance of all. Hmm. As soon as you do never that, stuck. then something's going to sneak up on you. Right. You never know. Right. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, I want to ask you about sunscreen. So, <laughs> yeah, this is important. Oh, I never know. I've gone back and forth and I'm always aggressively confident about it either way. Okay. Of like to telling the kids like or other adults even probably. Um, you should always use sunscreen. You mm-hmm. should not use sunscreen because mm-hmm. obviously the sun can damage your skin. But so do the chemicals in the sunscreen. Mm-hmm. What do you do for sun protection? I wear sunscreen. What kind? Uh, they say that anything over 50 is going to be mostly chemicals, right? If you're going to okay. get some sort of a lotion thing. But mm-hmm. I have uh, like my facial sunscreen every day is from the makeup line that I used to carry. So it's like. Are there certain chemicals some, that we should avoid in sunscreen? I don't know, man. Okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know. You know the skin. I mean, I do, but do I? Like, it's been a long... I can't keep up with these young girls in school. Like, yeah. I just know a physical sunscreen is going to be better for you. Something that is made from... Like zinc? Yes, or titanium dioxide. Mm-hmm. It was the other one. Some sort of side. Yeah. And and um, so that, like, actual physical sunscreen, which the, is in... Looks dorky, though. Well, yeah, it can. Get, get it on the or nose. Or you get like a powder thing. Yeah, that's the like zinc your basic zinc, white dude. For sure. Look. But they have ones that Socks are like a powder <laughs> with like your glasses that have the thing attached. Yes. So that exactly. in case it falls off, it's still there. Totally. Mm-hmm. To be fair, I just bought something similar to that. Um, but it is for the purpose of when I'm. I have yet to buy a paddleboard in Oregon, but I would go a lot with my dad, and I lost my sunglasses. Oh, that sucks. And I'm like, I'm going to get those stupid, cheesy ones that float. And uh-huh. so I did buy one. I used it one time. But anyway. Um, have you seen those sunglasses that have headphones built into them that are bone, yeah. bone conduction? What? They're bone conduction headphones. So the, the, they don't have anything that goes in, like, in your actual ear canal. They have little vibrator Trans, I don't know what you call it, transmitters that um, send it right into the bone in the side of your head and it just, you hear it, but you, it doesn't block your ear. So you can still hear ambient noise. And I had a pair of them because one of the races I ran a couple years ago didn't allow headphones that were in your ears. <gasps> Sneaky. Yeah. So I had them just like right here. They like sit on your temples and you, but it, it's weird. It, it feels almost like the music is in your head. Yeah. I don't know if I would like that. It's kind of strange. I feel like when I took it off, you'd feel it still like when you get off an airplane, you still feel like you're moving. You do. Yeah. yeah. Or like Doesn't if you wear a good. hat all day and then you, you feel it on your head Mm-mm. for the rest of the night. I feel like it is an amazing idea. Yeah. But... It's cool. I don't remember why we brought that up or I brought that <laughs> well, up. Oh, oh yeah. Sunglasses. sunglasses. Zinc. Zinc. Sunscreen. Sun, sunscreen. Yeah. I mean, there are definitely esthetician friends I have that could talk to you forever about the proper stuff. But no, if you, especially for women, it's easy that you could literally get a powder sunscreen that's translucent. That is mm. something that is going to, it's not going to absorb into your skin. It's going to stay better. But I mean, just wear a hat. Well, I'm, you know, what would a man do for his skin if he, you know, I'm asking for a friend, you know. Just wear fucking sunscreen. Well, not just sunscreen. Go to Fred Meyer and get some Neutrogena. Okay, what if I'm going to be on camera and I want to wear something? You know, that doesn't look make me look less manly, but, you know, maybe kill the glow a little bit. Get that shine knocked down. (gasps) Oh, so you just want like a translucent powder. What do I wear to where I look better on camera? Oh, so this has nothing to do with sunscreen. Do I have to spell it out for you? (laughs) 
Uh, <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've done makeup on men many occasions for weddings uh-huh. because the shine, the pictures they want yeah. to look normal, and those guys are just sweating their butts off in yeah. those suits. So sad. Oh yeah, I was, I was didn't even think about that. I wouldn't be able to wear makeup in here anyway. I just sweat <laughs> it all off immediately. <laughs> and you'd just be too distracting to your guests. Yeah. <laughs> Well, right now they're getting blinded by the shine. Oh my god, but it's fine. <laughs> I am gonna do the YouTube eventually. I'm gonna try. That's totally. why. I, that's why I painted this room, like, because I mm. wanted it to be a set. Mm. And it's just I didn't I had no idea how much goes into just producing an audio only podcast. Mm. And it's just too well, much. especially if you don't want it to sound like shit. Because yes, you yes. could probably just use your fucking phone and figure something yeah. out. But well, yeah. that's the thing is I wanted to create in this medium. I didn't have necessarily a message to put out. I, w- I didn't create a platform to send a message other than like my general principles of you know who i am yeah like the things that i believe yeah and which is a lot more material than i would think actually because i could talk about that stuff forever Mm -hmm. but it's it was about like creating something that is good like i wanted it to be a decent listening listening experience totally i've totally enjoyed all the ones i've listened to i've surprisingly listened to a bunch of them now cool I feel like I wanted to be like first time guest, long time listener, yeah. but not really. Only the last few weeks, but I have like great. I feel like I've crushed some ramble on by the river on I the river it. by the river. I get it mixed up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I came up with the with the fucking name and I it's say bi. it wrong a lot. It's by. It's by. Yeah, okay. it's by. I, I remember. The I had a hard time coming up with the name. Yeah, I, I thought of the names for like six months, and I had I was convinced of some, and then like the next day I'd be like, "What was I thinking? That's a yeah, terrible name." I get that, but I, I'm still doing it. Actually, I still have a list going of, of really? podcast names. Oh, yeah. it's great. Yeah, yeah. I you can have little a... side projects that you name. You know, yeah. like Ramble by the River, doing this thing, and do your other name. I've thought about doing that, like mm-hmm. Ramble reviews. Ooh, yeah. Um, review businesses, restaurants, and oh yeah, what, people whatever. love that. I might get free food out of the deal, too. <laughs> totally. So, who knows? I have gotten some free shit in this community just because you just talk, also talking to the right people. I'm going to send barter? them people that way. Like give your services for some – like bring yeah, me a sandwich. I've I'll done, do your eyebrows. Um, mm, <laughs> maybe like, like six months worth of sandwiches for eyebrows yeah. for my other business. <laughs> but yeah. No, um – Sometimes. Yeah, be careful, I guess. Yeah. People just start showing up with sandwiches. Well, there you go. And also, I feel like sometimes it's so much to keep track of, and I feel like this is going to be the same thing. Like, or I'll trade with girlfriends sometimes. We're like, okay, we're not going to tip each other because mm-hmm. we're going to pass pass back the same $20 like yeah. every month. That's stupid. Yeah. So, yeah. But I definitely, like, the longer I do any of this, the more I realize my work is of high service, and I, like, deserve to be compensated for what I do. And yeah. I am the only one in this area that does what I do, but I have a fuck ton of education and I really care about what I'm doing. And but it's, it's hard too. But. Yeah, it looks hard. How did, okay, so you might not even want to get into the details, but mm-hmm. if you do, I would love to hear about it because looking at the pictures of the before and after stuff that of, of the eyebrows. Brow, yeah. The, I was like, the, we haven't even talked about brows. It's so funny. The, the, I, the after pictures look like natural but like they don't look overdone like you see mm-hmm. those those eyebrows sometimes where it looks like uh they spray painted them on or something totally but um they look very natural yeah and, thank you but also very much improved from the before pictures yeah. so what exactly is going on so it is a tattoo oh, so i wow. am a, t- a tattoo artist sweet mm-hmm. uh, that's awesome yeah so it, it's the modality is like quite a bit different and i so i was working in washington because oregon 
I couldn't get my tattoo license in Oregon unless I would have gone to tattoo school for a year, which I'm, so I'm a tattoo artist, but I'm doing permanent makeup. So I'm not using the same sort of of like that rotary machine. Like I I don't know anything about that shit. What kind of implement do you use? I use a hand tool. So when I do, I do permanent makeup, but within that microblading is one of the things that I do. And that is that I am using a hand tool and I'm etching into the skin the look of like a single hair. Wow. So it's like So every just, one of those little strokes is a is its, it's own hand done hand yeah. drawn hair. I used to say it was like like a sterile high end like prison tattoo because you're yeah. just cutting it open and you're shoving in some ink. So I obviously I'm all like gloved up. I have a pigment ring that I literally have my tool. I dip it and I stretch the skin. I make a stroke, dip it, make the stroke. So, but before that, you know, there's like an hour of prep. I'm mapping their face out. Like, do you got you have to get rid of all the existing no. hair first? You do it through the hair? Through the hair. Wow, that must be so, kind of tricky. It can be if someone has a lot of hair. Uh huh. Because then I'm here like, fuck. I mean, I don't say that in front of them. But I've definitely been in situations where I'm like, well, shit. Like, I'm the, who can, nobody can save me now. It's just me. And it's never, it's always something that has worked itself out. But it's someone's face. Yeah, it's permanent. Yeah, it's semi, quote, permanent, which is not a word. So how long does it last for semi-permanent? With my clients. That's an oxymoron. I, I know. So I hate it. But it also, like, it's, it fulfills the they just get it that way, yeah. right? So I guarantee it that we won't have to do a touch-up for a year. So cool. that is our goal. I just realized I haven't got any pictures yet. Do you mind if I oh. film you for like 10 minutes no. while, while you talk? While I'm shinier? <laughs> um, I have That's brand fine. new microfiber cloths down there. <laughs> Thank you. No, it's okay. I'm not going to blot um, with my microfiber cloth. Oh, no, you look great. Don't worry okay. about it. Um, I usually have done these at the beginning, but I was way too sweaty. I need to just sit still. <laughs> Yeah, you can do a lot with my phone. Is your floor warm, or did I make that up? It's probably. Would part of it be warm? I was like, why is my phone so hot? Yeah, it, it could be. It doesn't feel. Wait, no, really that's warm. weird. My phone's like. Hot, hot. Feel the front of my phone. Yeah, that's that's really hot. <laughs> oh, you know what I bet it is? Service, service in here is horrible. And so I it's. I bet your phone's searching. That's weird. Okay, I'll just turn everything off. I bet your battery's close to dead too. It is. Okay, hmm. it's okay. It's I mean, I don't need awful. it. It's like every day of my life. <laughs> oh, that's another thing that's kind of a so What's that? the service thing. I am curiously very bad with cell phones and electronics break around me, and I know it's just a coincidence, but is it? Is it? I don't know. <laughs> so is like, anything? I it's your so, vibes are too strong. That's sometimes how it feels like if interesting and it happens so consistently that it's almost scary sometimes when I'm super stressed out and I go and something's like, okay, this computer, I have to send this email by four o'clock or I'm going to lose this grant or like mm. then the email will, I mean, the, the Wi-Fi will be out um, or the, and it, it like happens when I go to businesses and things like that. So like I'll be ne- try, trying to get my I, one of the time it was like I was trying to get my tires changed, like get new tires. And um, I only had like two hours to do it. And I was, I don't even remember what I was trying to do. I think I was, I had a podcast or something, but mm-hmm. I was feeling very stressed. And the whole place's computers wouldn't work. And I was just like, I cannot believe this is happening to me again. Yeah. But, um, but then also just you put out there that it's going to happen and just the universe gives you what you continue to put out there. Chicken or the egg. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, 
I can reframe anything to try to figure out why it happened. That's basically but, what I do all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't, on, on a real scientific level, I don't believe that I have a magic power that kills Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but at the same time, in my own life, I notice all these coincidences where it's just the worst possible time. Things just shit out. Yeah. And it's like, what is going on? Yeah. How is this happening? Or just testing your resilience, too. Yeah. Of, yeah, sticking to your goal. Yeah, I'm like Job of Wi-Fi. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, where were we again? I forgot. Uh, brows. Oh, tattooing yeah. brows. That's right. Tattooing yeah. brows. Um, just trying lots of colors. Yeah, that warm light's always going to be best. Yeah, Especially. Um, yeah. Okay. So you're just tattooing brows mostly. Yeah. Is that all, all day, Basically, every day? Mm -hmm. Well, wow. now, I mean, like today I had one client. It was awesome. That At 11 a.m. Awesome. appointment. I so went you to the take gym. Your time. Yeah. I love it. I usually, I'll usually take two clients a day. I'll start with just a touch up appointment, which is something that's going to be relatively quick. And then I'll take a new client after that. So usually 11 or 12 every day, I'll have a new person. Um, How often you got to have them touched up? So... We do an initial appointment and then somewhere within four to eight weeks afterwards, I do like a little touch up. It's all included. And then after that, I my goal is that I don't see them for a minimum of a year. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, you get you get it out of it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And especially, what does it cost for having that service done? So I start. So my microblading starts at 500. Oh, and that wow. includes the first appointment and the touch up appointment. Um, so that's what's hard because it's like I'm the only one around here that does it. So it's just hard to know where... To, mm -hmm. where to be priced so i'm i'm on the extremely low end of I bet, this that yeah. sounds like a premium service yeah a little bit and, and it's gonna save you time and money in the long run totally for other cosmetics oh my god totally and when you think about i mean when i have clients that come to me every month and they're waxing their brows for 25 dollars every time and or that go and you know lots of people get i included get lashes done or hair extensions and all these things and it's just like it all it all adds up it's just depending mm -hmm. on like what which one do you want the most sort yeah. of thing? But it's I'm grateful that I've always been very busy. Um, I open up my books just like one time a month for one month out so I don't get too far ahead anymore. Oh, so it is pretty exclusive clientele. Yeah. That's got to be kind of nice. Yeah. To where you can kind of pick and choose. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It definitely wasn't always like that even in, in the beginning of this. But um, I think I did – by accident, one of the best things for my booking is that I did create it that way, that I, I created a scarcity without realizing it with uh -huh. just opening up just a little bit at a time because I just didn't with balancing Malama and this and like I just couldn't get too far ahead. But then what happened, I would open my books and I would be booked out within like a couple of hours. And I'm just like, that is like weird. Yeah. <laughs> but really, Probably there was more something and more to every that. Month, huh? Yeah. So I feel like it all was just like accidental because mm. really I was just trying to like more honor my schedule and not get too crazy. Cause, yeah. but I think it's also, it's a good thing if you can't get in with your tattoo artist for a while. Yeah. It's like, why are they, why are they free? I totally agree. Yeah. So yeah. just, it's worth the wait sort of thing. Have you ever done other tattoos? Or is it um, just eyebrows? No, just received, never like done. I mean, I technically. Not even just could. for fun? Like, do a little smiley no, face. I mean, really? Yeah. You should try it. I bet that's I guess. fun. Yeah. yeah. Hell, you could give me some eyebrows like on my arm or <laughs> yeah. something. I feel like all I could do would be an eyebrow on someone. That would be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin's got a spot on one of his tattoos, so he, um, by trade, was a welder. He's not uh -huh. doing that much anymore, but he literally 
had a piece of skin, you know, that came off because it had like a, what is it? I don't know, a shard of metal. Slag. Like, there you go. Like, hit his skin. And it's in his tattoo. And I'm like, I mean, I could just like fill that black area in. It would look very fresh, though, compared to the rest of it. Yeah. But now I'm like. Yeah, they fade a lot. They do. Mine are very yeah, faded now. I for need sure. To get them redone. How long? How old are those? Uh, they're old. I got them one when I was eighteen, and one when I was like twenty-two or something. Wow. Yeah, they're pretty old. Yeah. Wait, how old are you now? Thirty-two. Oh, you're young. I know. Yeah. I know. That's what I'm saying about my skincare regimen. Yeah. I need your help. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, jeez, I mean, yeah, man! I thought you were at least forty. <laughs> No, I don't mean it like that. I'm sorry, that did come out bad. No, no I just it, mean like I've, I don't had, know. I've literally got that my whole life. Really? Um, even when I was a little kid, and my skin was fine. I mean, yeah. it wasn't great, but yeah, it's better. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. I mean, you just need to wear sunscreen every day. Yeah, I'm outside a lot. Yeah. Um, and then but do you I, wear a hat? If you know, I didn't today because I wanted my hair to get some highlights, but you know, <laughs> usually I do. Have you ever used sun in? Yeah. Do actually. <laughs> Uh, on your hair? Yeah. You do the spray thing? I do the spray thing because I, I like the way it looks, and I'm not going to let anybody make me feel bad about it. <laughs> also, I didn't know that you're gingery. Oh, yeah. I couldn't tell in any pictures I've seen. Yeah, sometimes the sun in will get on my beard. Yeah. And I, have to, I have to block that so you, it doesn't is turn Is your red. beard and your hair slightly different? It yeah, seems yeah. warmer here. Yeah, What is. is that? I don't know. It's like different hair. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah. Yeah. Basically, like, God was like, there's two, I mean, well, you know, there's two types. We'll put the curlies down here and made, put the bottom half of the face covered in that shit, too. I call them his boobs because uh -huh. they're all over the fucking house. Yeah. And he has a long beard. And it's just like, for a while, I was bald for, for like a while. Oh, I yeah. shaved my head. That was on Melissa's and, list. Oh. I got to make sure to get back to that. <laughs> Don't let so me forget. Funny. But I would be like, okay, man, these are not my hairs. Like, yeah. this is from your beard as, as long as it's clean up it's fine they're but... fine on the face but as soon as they come out they look like a pube and it's, it's gross, gross. Yeah. it is so gross yeah, takes it over gross. and it'd be caught up with like cat hair and it's just it's like a tumbleweed of disgustingness and i'm just like that is gross yeah yeah <laughs> i when i was a kid i had a thing about hair like it was i found it repulsive if it was off of somebody's head like <laughs> found a hair in my food at a restaurant i was not able to eat the food yeah which now I'll just pluck it out and eat the food. Uh, mm. But um, it depends on me how ingrained it is into the food. Yeah, I was like, but, was that baked in or did that just fall off? Yeah, on the way are you over pulling here? it out of the meltedness? Oh, then oh no. my god, it's <laughs> the so tug. gross! It's Wait, holding like, back. It breaks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's still a piece of it in there. <laughs> It's so gross. I uh, hate it when you can see finger smudges yeah, on the plate. I hate that too. Gordon Ramsay would never allow that shit. No. That's just, that's oh my unprofessional. God, totally. Do you cook? Well, I eat. But uh, are no, you a foodie? Um, Do you, are you into food? Sure. Me too. Um. Yeah, I feel like a lot of that too. I feel, I've, I've really just changed my relationship with food. I mm -hmm. feel like that sounds like very... Uh, a girl that has like worked through her shit with food, but really, like I think that that has been a struggle for me. There's a lot of me. shit there to work through. Totally, food is love. Like it's yeah. always comforting and blah blah blah. And it's I, something that we need to survive. Yes. But also, if you have too much of it, or if you get a weird relationship yes. with it, it can be damaging. For sure. It's like. Mm. And now, like I love myself enough that I'm just trying to. I want to feel good, so mm -hmm. I don't feel good if I eat shitty shit all the time. Yeah. But I'm not gonna like beat myself up. But we usually like. I love going to brunch. We mm -hmm. like we brunch it usually every Sunday, and I will full on have a cheat meal and enjoy every second of it so yeah but we do cook quite a bit um but it's just like same stuff like last night just big salad and piece of protein mm -hmm. kevin cooked a ribeye or something the other day yeah did you know he was telling me how apparently ribeye is most popular out here 
Like it's I not like it's... a common cut you would get like if you were in Kansas City or something. Apparently. I did not know that. I didn't know that either. It's like the might cut. be full of shit, but apparently like this something I don't know. I was told that the other day. I wonder what they like out there. I, I could see that though being a thing. Yeah, you know, regional. It's interesting. Taste. I'm not a big. I I he could eat a steak every night, and I'm just I'm fine. I like steak. It has to be like just yeah. done right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. We went to we were in London a few years ago, and he will like he'll get it as rare as possible. Uh huh. And so we were at this really fancy restaurant in London. And it was beautiful. And he ordered the steak like blue uh-huh. and not even like, it was probably 45 minutes after that, he was projectile vomiting down the streets of London. Yeah. So apparently there's something about the bacteria in cows there. So uh-huh. if it's not cooked enough and like his gut wasn't ready for that. And it to this day was one of the worst nights of our life. Like he was so sick all night mm-hmm. and I would just barely move the covers and he was just like shivering and just like. His body just battling. Oh my God. Both ends all night. It was terrible. That sucks. It's crazy. But it makes sense. That, totally. That happens a lot when you I just I had no travel. idea. Yeah. But apparently they said if he would have, he could have the next day ate the same thing and Been it wouldn't fine. have that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Got we, that colony growing uh-huh. in his stomach. Yeah. Not that, worth it. That stuff is intriguing too. I never, I mean, people didn't really talk about that until just a couple of years ago. The microbiome. Sure. And like the bacteria that we basically basically live in symbiosis with. They digest mm. our food and they yeah. control our emotions and yeah. all kinds of stuff. Did you watch that thing, the gut brain, brain gut, gut health, something on Netflix recently about or uh, second brain? I don't brain? think I did, but I've, I've yeah. read books basically like about the same thing. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. It is. It's really intriguing to because i you can feel the the truth to it. Totally. Like when your when your gut's not right, things just feel off. Yeah. And it's like there's reason we say trust your gut. Yeah. It's like it's your second brain. Totally. That intuition. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Well, let's okay. get to the bald thing before okay. we forget. So how did you end up with no hair? I mean, someone just walked up to me with a buzzer. Got a surprise buzz <laughs> yeah. cut, huh? Like those are the they worst. did that on Jackass. Yeah. That was funny. That was really funny. I yeah. love those movies. I actually did too. And oh, I didn't God, expect I can't believe to. I admit that. Yeah, yeah. It was fun. Though it's the char- it's the charisma of the guys in the group. Totally. And you can tell they're actually friends. For sure. Yeah. Except Bam Margera. He was oh so mean to his God. dad. I couldn't, I couldn't get him behind it. he was it. on the toilet. Yeah. And now isn't he also kind of a fat fuck? Like, yeah. I mean, he is. He is. Weren't you an he excellent just skateboarder? He looks like his dad. That is crazy. Yeah. I feel like he was so talented. He's still pretty funny, though. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. But yeah, I didn't I didn't like that show. But um, like Wild Boys, you ever watch that one? I did. I loved Wild yeah. Boys. Chris Pontius and Steve. <laughs> I still follow Steve-O on social media. And he's like all yeah. just has like this rising phoenix. Clean oh, and my sober. God. It's like, amazing. A whole new career. He's, yeah. he's doing stand-up now. That's like, cool. I think he's on he tours. Nice. Yeah, I think he still like breaks his beer bottles with his face and things oh, like God. that. But something or yeah, I saw he found something recently and did something equivalent to the snorting of the wasabi. Like it's like, why would you do that? Yeah, like we that's don't, just we don't need stupid. it, Steve-O. We yeah, don't need it. Exactly. Go ahead and just <laughs> tell us some jokes. Totally. Yeah. Um, okay, anyway. so the bald thing. Um, I just I it was on my bucket list of life that at some point I wanted to shave my head. And I was at so this was I was in London bald, so I don't even know. 17? Was it 17? 18? Oh, my God. They all blend together at this yeah, point. Yeah, they really do. Um, but 
So I set it as a goal and at the time, and I was going to do just a St. Baldrick's, um, not just a, but I was going to do one of their head shaving events and still do what like a that? fun. Re- so St. Baldrick's is, I don't completely know the whole part of it, but they are a foundation where they will have these big head shave, shave events and you just, you donate money, you raise money and you put it in, you all shave your head together. And they it's shave just, the hair? I don't think it's oh, something it like, like that. Yeah. It depends. Cause you know, it has to be very like specific for them to take it like yeah. unprocessed and long enough and like. Well, for Mine wigs. was not, for sure. Yeah, I mean, you can make something else out of it, pillows or something. <laughs> yeah, or a, a merkin. <laughs> What's for, a merkin? It's like a a faux um, hair for your crotch. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm there pretty you sure go. it's called merkin. Yeah, you wouldn't need the legs Because for I that. think back in the day, they would they had to shave their pubes because of like lice. Uh-huh. And so they would put a merkin on so that you were still presentable. So it's like the pube equivalent <laughs> of those powdered wigs that they wore in court. <laughs> I think that was the same justification. <laughs> yes, because it would be the same color, so it's not the carpet matches. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> gotta have the consistency. Oh my god, the powdered wig matches the merkin. That's great. Yeah, um, that's so weird that they still do that. I don't know if they still they do. do. In, like in Canada, they do. What? Yeah, we're go, powdered wigs. I think so. Why? And I, I know they still do in in Great Britain. Um, but yeah. what is the what is the point other now, than having well, your head sweat? The reason is like they wear robes. Like our, okay. our judges still wear b- giant black dresses. Yeah. I don't know. What's the point of that? Interesting. Yeah, I guess I never thought about that. But um, it's just ceremony. Yeah. yeah. Tradition. Huh. It's a weird one though. It came yeah. from very strange thing. <laughs> yeah, totally. People being sick with, I think it was syphilis and lice. Oh, yeah. interesting. Still both of those two things. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Winning combo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, life is definitely better now. Yeah, yeah technology has improved our situation. <laughs> For sure. Uh, okay, so um, head shave. So I was gonna do that. I didn't though because I had a a client of mine at the time. Um, I had a client of mine at the time that was just sharing the story of her nephew who had just found out that he had a brain tumor and they were. I, it's I'm a little foggy at the exact details of everything because this was a few years ago. But basically, it was like he was going through like cancer treatment now, and I did my connection to them was my client was his aunt, and we had this beautiful rock wall that was built at Malama, and um, the guy that built it. Do I call him a mason or Probably. someone that deals yeah. with rock stuff is really beautiful. So that was his, it was his child. So we just had a connection in the community of this family that was, they weren't saying they were in need, but I was just like, hey, fuck it. Uh, I'm going to. Is on your list anyway. Yep. Yeah. Is this on my list? I asked her about what she thought about that. Please talk to them because I'm not trying to like add chaos around your like very intimate situation going on, but I would love to raise some money and give it to you. And in exchange, I'm using it as a, um, a, an accountability to do this goal of mine. And so that's what we did. So cool. I set it like a little less than a month. I think between GoFundMe and like cash, we gave them maybe like a little under four grand or something. Wow. Just yeah, that's I just awesome. I said, when I when we raise five thousand dollars, I'm gonna shave my head. I'm like, well I'm gonna shave my head either way. Uh-huh. But I wanted to like set it out there like, don't just give me a dollar. Like let's give some money because I'd rather that money come from the community and stay in the community in a sense than like, you know, not that St. Baldrick's isn't also awesome, but mm-hmm. just like, you know, why not keep it closer to home? So Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So yeah, shave my head. And 
I did it at Salon Boheme in Astoria and I love the girls there. And what was really beautiful is that like all of my friends, my super close friends were there and Kevin was there and everybody like took one shave of my head and it can make me emotional right now thinking about it because that was just, and I feel like also um, so much has shifted from even that happening. And then I kept it that way for 13 months. So my goal then was like, then keep it for a year. Like don't, don't grow it back out again. So you let it, you kept shaving it? Yeah, I was bald That's for a commitment. year. Yeah, wow. it was very hard in I the bet. very beginning of it. But then I just kept, I was so grateful that I had the opportunity to decide to shave my head. Like, yeah. I'm not just losing my hair. Yeah. And hopefully I'm not in a situation one day that I do. Um, but it was just transformative, especially because I am in this industry where everything is about our looks. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of the reasons I came into this industry was because like I'm trying to change the way I look or something like feeling insecure about that stuff and so the idea to like strip this thing that does as women make you feel so feminine it's an easy way to feel sexy right you can just blow your hair out and fling it around you're like oh my god I'm so feminine and like the first three weeks I could barely fucking look in the mirror I I was like I am the ugliest person to walk the planet and I remember thinking like if if Kevin laid, like, if he looked at the back of my head laying in bed, he would think he was laying next to a guy. Like, I would think of these weird things and think, like, he's, he'll he'll be unattracted to me. Like, what do people think of me? And just all of the stuff. All untrue, I huh? Li- oh, yeah, stories. I Pe- lived there for really a while. People probably really nice to you about it, huh? I have never received more compliments in my life. Like, strangers. Uh-huh. People would just come up to me and it's just like, what? But... And he was so supportive because he always said, like, I just see your face more. Like, I was going to say, did you get, a, like, compliments on your eyebrows especially? Because <laughs> yeah. it was like, like but, I think that I played up the makeup, makeup artist part of me for a uh-huh. while because I felt like I had to. You're just out there. Yeah. So, I, yeah. That's what people always say about bald women. You got to have a face to pull it off. Like, sure. Because that's, it's like. And, and then, and that's kind of like a fucked up thing too, right? Because I would just, I would, I wanted to be able to feel good without having makeup on and without having having hair and mm-hmm. it's just something I did but oh my god like I'm way more confident than I've ever been because I feel like if I can feel good then like also I know that it's not about what you look like yeah is who is the person doing it and and something I would say to people because especially women would be like oh my god I could never do that but I'd like but what is your head shave like what is exactly. something in your life that you really want to do but you're scared of doing because it could be something completely different it could be taking yourself out to dinner by yourself like going to a movie alone doing anything alone so many people are afraid of being alone yes that's a major one when now i'm like oh my god leave me alone yeah like (laughs) i mean i i totally enjoy my my alone time that's where i'm realizing the older i get i am an introvert in that way like this is how i recharge Mm -hmm. and but i love people yeah but i'm fully an introvert but i'm obsessed with people i love yeah people. For um, sure. i want to learn about people and talk to them and mm-hmm. they're they're my favorite thing but uh i don't i just need that time to like you said recharge yeah it's like i'm a battery and all that trying to understand what they're thinking is very energy consuming oh totally oh I, li- my God, I liked yeah. what you're talking about with the the head shaving about how it was just like almost like it got you to your base model like mm-hmm. what if if you can be happy in, in your just most basic mm-hmm. form, you can be happy with any alterations you can come up with. Totally. Uh, because I do I do the head shave thing uh-huh. often. Like uh-huh. I have my whole life. Uh, yeah. When I was a kid, that was like my, my favorite haircut. Yeah. Because everyone always cares so much about how you style your hair. Mm-hmm. And I've had this like cowlick hair where it's super thick. So if unless it's long, it just goes poof. 
Yeah. And just is like one big puff yeah. of dirty blonde. <laughs> like, yeah. And it's just like always been a thing. So it's, I, I totally relate to when you're saying just like, just it's gone and it's mm-hmm. it's not something you don't have an option to do something right. with it no one's gonna criticize you for your choices you made because it's just like i don't have a choice of how i wore my hair today right i don't have any hair totally and it's it's nice i do yeah. i've always done it when i was like ready for a fresh time like a mm-hmm. new chapter to start mm-hmm. if i'm feeling stagnant or something yes. i'll just shave off my beard shave off my yeah. hair and just start fresh i would definitely say that's where i was at and really, it's like I'm alive. My hair is dead. Like I don't, I don't need it. Yeah, but it's already dead. Totally it's sitting up there, dead. But now the problem is that now I really give no fucks, and I've just like I let it grow, and then I bleached it during the pandemic, and then I kept putting crazy colors on it, and I literally was every single color while I was at home, and no one could see it. Mm-hmm. And then now I just don't even know. I was so close to shaving it again New Year's Eve. That's I wanted to do it so hair. bad. You do whatever the fuck you want with it. Yeah. It just grows right back. Totally. It's like I have that roll of paper there on the wall mm-hmm. for my daughter. She, like She can draw whatever she wants mm-hmm. on the paper. I just rip it off and throw it totally. away. There's a fresh one coming up yeah, next. for sure. It's like endless possibilities. For sure. I just feel like I learned that lesson. Like I don't, I don't identify as much as a bald woman. Mm-hmm. Like I feel, I feel more confident with a little hair because I also feel like there is less attention on me now too. Yeah. Because I'm just kind of through it. And it was an instant conversation starter. And sometimes you're not feeling that. Yeah. You know? And there was so, like, I used to always wear my flower and I went a long time without because that, it just looked weird. Uh-huh. It looked like I was trying to prove I was a girl. So uh-huh. I just like didn't deal with it. Yeah. But um, yeah. Seems like you were kind of trying to prove that you didn't have anything to prove almost. Yeah. Something. I don't really know. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. It's cool. I like that. I like people who think like that. Yeah. Who, you're you're like experimenting with the richness of life of what sure. you can do, how you can do it. Um, let me just check the Melissa list okay. one more time okay. to make sure I don't to get... let you out of here without <laughs> covering it all. Uh, we talked about self care. She wanted to know what you do for self care because you you spend time like. Mm thinking about you're you're in that industry and like what your personal practices are like when you have time to do it i mean i would say like meditation is the ultimate self-care a hundred percent so i feel like even if that's 10 minutes a day i'm literally take it's a mental hygiene like i'm just cleansing that so yeah and i like i feel like if i have free time i'm like oh my god i really want to do a meditation or like listen to something listen to dr joe dispenza like i love that sort of thing Mm -hmm. i do a lot of like long walks by myself Making making an effort to yep. enrich yes. your mind, your mental yes, space. For sure. So yeah, and gratitude. Gratitude. Oh man, you is are everything. on the right track. You're saying all the right stuff. <laughs> that but is so, so true. huge. Gratitude is important. A hundred percent. And not just saying it, but like embodying that, like practicing gratitude, like literally picking out the little things. That's like the dispenser talking. Right? I, totally. Like I'm grateful I can tell the difference between warm light and cool light. Some people can't see that. Like one yeah. thing to be grateful for. Like there is an abundance. Yeah. Everywhere. Just walking. It was like, I'm able to just move myself across oh my this God. earth with totally. just from my own yep. wanting to do so. Yep. And not everyone can do that. Yes. The yeah. only time I have ever hiked Saddle Mountain, which was with my life coach, by the way, because uh-huh. she's incredible. Like, and I was struggling, just struggling. That's and a pretty steep hike. It's steep. And oh, she also made it very like her. So what we did, she gave me a backpack and anytime I said out loud or had a negative thought, mostly about my body image or me thinking I can't do this for some reason, I had to physically reach down and pick up a rock. That's what I was going right? to guess. <laughs> and put it in my bag. And she said like, and this is the honor system. If you have a really bad like thought, like you better pick up a big rock. 
And I, by the time I got to the top of that thing, I mean, I had so much weight. Did you from get to leave them at the top? Like, yes. So oh, that good. was part of it too. Then you have to go and then you like pour the rocks out and I cried and I was just like, fuck you rocks. I'm better than you. But That's it's a really hard. hard hike. I can't imagine yes. doing it with some oh, for emotional sure. baggage. For sure. But it is that like physical representation of like, what are you actually carrying? Like, yeah. Because nobody around me even knew those thoughts. They're just in my head, but it is taking up so much space. Well, yeah, and even when you're not thinking about it. Because yeah. you're when you, you're in the act of choosing the rock, picking it up, looking at it, putting it in the backpack, yeah. that's when the thought is actually available and you're aware of it. Yeah. But once you put the rock in the backpack, you kind of move on to thinking about other stuff. It's yeah. still there. You're still, still carrying there. the weight. You're just yeah. not as aware and of it. And you can easily get to it again. Yeah. 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 Oh, but I was even mentioning – that. The only reason I'm mentioning that is because literally hiking Saddle Mountain, crossing us was a man with no legs, wow, with crutches, with his dog, and was just like, "Good morning," sort of thing, and Jeez. it's just like, "I I feel like a dick." Well, yeah, yeah, but then also like, "Holy shit!" Like, Amazing. You just perspective. Yeah. Everything. It, everything's feedback. Everything is just your perspective, and yeah. I'm just like trying to choose a better thought every time, but that's. That's it's hard. The journey we're all on. Yeah. The world is full of beauty and pain. You just got to choose where you're looking. Yeah, for and sure. And sometimes you have to see both. <laughs> yeah, we actually covered the whole list. Yay! Totally. Totally. Um, so we've been in here a couple hours now. That's crazy. I know. It's gone by really quickly. Yeah. And I just wanted to give you an opportunity before we start wrapping up. Uh, is there anything, anything you wanted to cover or anything, any questions you have I for me? I wanted to give or... you things. Oh, okay. Well, so what do we got I'm here? I'm recycling this bag, but that's okay. It's just some, there's some snackies from Hawaii, and there is a little feng shui dragon that I thought you could use into your space. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. This it's, is really I don't cool. know why, it's definitely from an, you know, the Asian market, and he gave me whatever box was available. This goes perfect for in here. <laughs> yeah. I love it. So I'm not super well-versed on the dragon, but I do know that it is supposed to encompass more masculine energy. Right you want to keep it not above your eye line, right? Like, so it's okay. not more powerful than you. And there is something about it being either facing east or in the east corner because that is going to, it's basically supposed to bring you like right on. goodness and luck I will look into up, this room. Uh, is that Jade? Jade Dragon, yeah. Okay. Well, it's Asian market Jade, so I don't know what it's made out <laughs> Looks of. Looks real it. to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll look up um, some of the symbolism there and yeah. make sure I got it in the right spot. Cool. Energy flow. Yeah. I don't I don't want him, you know, thinking he's above me. So. <laughs> totally. Um, thank and you so much. And this is random stuff. Yeah, one of those, I just figured your kids would think it was so fun, too. The popcorn that you put the mochi crunch in. Mochi crunch It's in basically movie. like just a bunch of seaweed and crunchiness. And it, cool. Oh, my God, it's delicious. They You can get it at all the movie theaters in Hawaii. My kids are super picky, but they somehow oh, love seaweed. No, oh, they okay, love seaweed. Um, well, maybe you'll like it. They, they will eat that. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, these are my favorite. Right. You can't go wrong with chocolate-covered are so good. Yeah. Are they like a Hawaii native food? Like, do they grow there? I mean, they have to. You know, to. I don't know. I'll say I only ever have them around when I'm gifting them to someone. Like, mm -hmm. I didn't grow up with macadamia nuts everywhere. Yeah. People think that I lived in like a hut on the beach. Uh huh. Like, it's not like, like that. Oh, at I'm all. thirsty. I just climb up and get a coconut. Yeah. <laughs> Which actually, I did harvest coconuts for my parents' okay, yard. Okay. <laughs> Reinforcing stereotypes. Yeah, we, he, my dad planted coconut trees. He's a good too. Yeah, yeah. I think those are the Lehing Moy ones. Okay, yeah, they're gonna give you that like in the back. I know, like that big yeah. time. Yeah, big fan of sour candy. Yeah, thank I love you so it. much. That's really nice. 
This was so fun yeah, to be I really here. I appreciate it. I am so honored to sit in this seat, and I just can't wait to continue to watch you just soar this podcast. Yeah, you're welcome to come back anytime you want. Oh, okay. And when you start your podcast, I'm, I would love to be a guest. So I love it. Dude, this was so fun. This was really fun. Yeah, thank I, you so much. I'm really much. glad that you came. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, when I go in, is the intro music going to be playing? Because I feel like that, so that song now, I want to share with you, like I have, I have formed a positive memory with your intro music because it reminds me of my 7 a.m. walks in Hawaii by myself uh-huh. and I listen to that song it was just like cool so now when I hear your podcast I'm just like in Hawaii I'm glad yeah that's what I was going for with that song mm-hmm. that song made me feel good when I was listening to it yeah so I was like yeah, good. totally anyway thank you so much for the candy <laughs> yeah, and you're welcome. all these treats and the jade dragon you're welcome this has been such a delight oh good you're welcome to come back anytime you thank want thank you that's and I so hope nice. that you do thank you thanks again I'd be happy and to. do you have any last thoughts before we get out of here um be kind be grateful i love you all well said (laughs) love you guys thanks for everything see you later